Thank you, man. Sure. I appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, we fucking live. It is July the 27th. This is your host, Mario Caballero, the Mestizo Man himself, the boss with the Biria. Uh, this is episode number 32, 32, coming to you live and direct. Got a special guest with me here, my good friend, Massimo Selly. What's going on? Mario has been gracious to let me come on this podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming, man. Uh, we've been trying to put this together for a little bit of time now, but uh, yeah, we've just been kind of shooting the shit for like the last couple hours or so. Um, but yeah, going all over the fucking place, man. But just in general, how's it going, dude? It's good, dude. <laughs> just uh, you know, fucking finally getting off work, having a couple beers, finally doing this shit. We've been talking about it for the past like month, and uh, yep, yep, the schedule's finally aligned, and here we are. So, yeah, dude, I'm chilling. It's Friday. You got Hell a job. Yeah. You got shit to do. <laughs> you know, smoking the weed. If you're not smoking weed, what are you what doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What a fucking yeah, classic. Good to see that, uh, Mario, you are a weed smoker as well. Oh, yeah. Heavy talk. Whenever you go to a, a new job, I'm always like, got to fill out the <laughs> Yo, room. Like, yeah. Are they going to drug test me? smoke weed? Like, you don't know who to ask. You're like, mm. When's the last time you've been drug tested? Oh, shit. Um, a long time ago. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. I got drug tested when I worked at uh, a bank. Uh, it's like three years. Okay. Four years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got, when's the last time I got drug tested? I got brought on as a, oh, that, I think I got drug tested a couple different times. It's like when I switched jobs, like uh, a couple different jobs. One of them, I was working for uh, Honda's corporate office. Um, it's like when I had the internship I was telling you about oh, for yeah, a little yeah. bit. And then I got a full-time job afterwards. And when I got the full-time job, I had to, like, be off it for, like, about, like, a, a week and a half. And really? I was, like, trying to detox myself out of it. And, like, just... I'm, like... I'm, I did pretty good, though, because, like, uh, the next time, I did only, like, a week, and I still, like, passed it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. When I had it, like... Uh, That's cutting it close right there. Yeah, I was, like, I was working for a temp agency or something, but I was working out, like, every day. I was running every day, like... I, cause sweat I, all that I'm shit a, I'm a heavy sweater. I'm like the prototypical hairy Mexican so heavy sweater cool, dude. dude. So like you're in good company. <laughs> yeah, like I can sit just I can just sit and be sweating. Like yeah. and you just yeah. You just get your own marination. Like if I get hot, yeah, dude. Forget it. I'm sweating like a fucking pig, so the worst thing is when like it gets like when you stop sweating but then you're wearing damp clothing. Oh god. <laughs> Yo, then it gets and then it's cold. Oh, like the wind if brings I, up get, or something? If I get oh. nervous, dude, I'll be pouring sweat. And I hate that shit because it makes me even more nervous. Yeah. I'll go in for did. an interview and I'm always like, I got to like cool myself off first. Oh. Not, and then with a suit on, I just yeah. all tight on your neck. Yeah, the neck. I'm trying to be yeah. all confident and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm sweating a lot. But I can't do anything about it. <laughs> like, I can't wipe my face in the middle of this shit, you know? So you just got to accept it and roll on, you know? Just be confident. Like, yeah, bitch, I'm sweaty. And yeah, right? <laughs> that's no, how you got to do it. For real, though. Uh, <laughs> I guess, like, yeah, for me, growing up playing sports, like, nobody wanted to guard me in basketball. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and I was the dude who was, like, balls to the walls, like, hard nose, like, we're, I'm getting it. Like, 100% effort. Like, I'm coming at you, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm taking this win. Like, I'm going for it. And, like, people... We're like, yeah, you can have it, bro. Like, <laughs> you got you, it, man. You see Bali, that, that scene yeah, where he pulls in his face. face it's all, <laughs> Make it rain. Right there. <laughs> Make it rain. Yeah, dude. Like my whole my whole like elementary to middle school career was Lalong King Bali. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I was better than that dude, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the white Larry Bird out here. You know? <laughs> that shows. Yeah, that's those oh, are the old like shit. romantic comedies that I actually liked. 
I thought when there was <laughs> there were some funny old romantic comedies. Now they're just like I mean I've never seen that whole movie though. It's <laughs> like, good. It's, yeah. it's actually funny. Know, yeah. I've, I've heard I've heard no, I've seen like a, like most of it, so like it's it's pretty good though. Yo, have you ever seen uh um that Will Ferrell movie? Um, it's called oh, Rest in Peace to uh uh what's his name Walter Schmitty or whatever? No, Hoffman or whatever or oh uh, shit yeah right oh um uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman he was a good actor he was man. a really good actor he was good in um I'm so sad man yeah he was that was really fucking crazy I didn't expect that he was a really good actor yeah a he lot was, of those dudes are tormented for but he sure. was good at being funny and serious like right natural, which was cool right. about him. It seems like the guys that are more talented get be the more are sometimes the most tortured souls sometimes like I that. I think so too. And especially a dude who's like a, a character actor like him, but is has the ta- like unequivocal like acting chops of like almost anyone in Hollywood. But he doesn't ha- he doesn't look the part, so he doesn't get the part. So having that complex of always like being like maybe compensated lower than where you like on the talent level, but but, but like. It's like the overall of what you bring to the camera is I don't like no, dude. He you know was, what I mean? He was yeah, I agree generally, but in that one guy's case, yeah. he was getting some big parts towards the end there. Oh he yeah, he wasn't Capote, dude. He, he yeah, was yeah. making like art house shit for a while. It's like, true, he was making big money, I think. What was? But normally, the... I know what you mean because he didn't look like right serious. I, I, and it I took him a while. It was just like uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had, he had to be like a character actor, as kind of like looking the skeevy looking dude. Like yeah. a lot of he took that kind of role, like the just the old like fart that just like is like stuck in his ways type of like people he, he had right. kind of like a lot of those ones i'm trying to remember um charlie wilson's war that's the movie was he in that that was a good movie and I that. he was, his character was fucking awesome dude in that movie he was in the fucking hunger game movies too dude yeah i didn't i didn't watch those though really actually nah, okay, nah. They're not there was there was the a coolest. good stretch in my in my life where i was just not watching a lot of movies really? so like yeah and it, that was during that shit i would say so. the hunger games it's definitely like yeah, Charlie Wilson's war. Oh room. shit! Yeah, he was like. Uh, um, oh shit! He was yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I heard that was a good movie actually. I like Tom Hanks too. It was really good. It's like a political like thriller, and uh, he eventually oh the scene where he blows up at the end at at his uh, somebody who's like ranked ahead of him or some shit like that because he's like uh, he's like works in like uh, oh, the CIA or the FBI or something like that like okay, a no, government agency. Yeah, he blows up on like the dude who's like uh, like above him, and it's like he basically quits on the spot. It's like an epic ass scene. Like he's the guy who really fucking funded good. the um, the Taliban, dude. That's what it was. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. He was a. It was uh, like in the nineties or eighties, yeah. right? Yeah. It's kind of funny because if that guy and at the time, you gotta think perspective though, right? So at the time, Taliban the, taking out the, the Soviets. biggest threat was yeah. the Soviets. <laughs> yeah. So no one ever thought that these fucking guys were gonna come back one day and fuck us like that. I mean, that's Not basically that basically what. The exactly. Cold War, how that started. You go back to World War Two, right? It's like that, that the enemy of the, my enemy is my friend. Like mm-hmm. technique we've gone to like repeatedly in American history. Like Stalin was <laughs> fucking horrible too, dude. He was on par with Hitler in a different way. More Russians died in World War Two than than all of Europe. I think mm-hmm. is what Definitely. it was. Like, you know about the purges with him? The the, the yeah. photo editing he did. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. That was insane. I remember learning about that in my history class and thinking like. This motherfucker Stalin's like doing Photoshop back in the forties, thirties, thirties. Erased people that yeah. he didn't like from like existence. They killed his homeboy Trotsky in fucking mm. uh, or his competitor in Mexico. Yeah, in Mexico City. He got an ice pack, uh, ice pack, ice pick in the ice back pick. of his fucking head. Dude. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. They followed him all the way across the world. 
Dude, yeah, the, the story of the Soviet Union is fucking crazy. I don't think people realize, like, how insane it is. Nah, like, dude, there's some crazy shit about that. Just all the famines and shit that they would put you, the uh, freaking Stalin put his, like, own people through, and, like, the the, nuts, the wheat dude. famines and stuff like that. People getting sent to the gulags and all that. Yeah, like, dude, those cultures, <laughs> the, those communist yeah. regimes, uh, even the, the Chinese, too, dude. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Great yeah. Leap Forward, fucking Mao starved, like, I don't know, like, a, a quarter of the population of China to death. I mean, like, it's pretty bad. Ooh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Just talk about light, you know, light subjects. <laughs> Stalin and Mao. Well, we haven't we talked about this? the Holocaust yet. Yo, right? I know for all that. We didn't even bring up Germany, dog. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, we, how how did we bring up World War Two and not talk about Germany? We're not even talking about the Deutschland. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, we'll save that for another show. Yeah, let's not get into that. How shit. How fuck do we get into that shit? I don't know. Oh, Charlie Wilson's war. Oh yeah, the Cold War. So let's let's the re- Taliban. Yeah, let's rewind. You were gonna go on some other tangent about movies of the fucking. Oh, uh, um, oh Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. That movies. shit's okay. It's like a. Yeah. It's like definitely like a younger, targeted younger movie. Kind of okay. So kind of the Harry Potter movies. Like a like a like a YA novel. Yeah, the but there's definitely some pretty intense shit in that movie. Like, yeah. Like, basically, it's about a bunch of kids who kill each other. So, I mean, like, you can only make that so PG. I mean, it's definitely light, but uh, the story behind yeah. it's kind of interesting. It's just all class warfare, dude, pretty mm. much. It's like the, the there's, like, rings of um, districts, mm. and there's a capital. It's kind of in a weird future world, and, like, the capital always has the wealth, and they're the upper echelon, upper crust, and the farther right. out in the districts you get, the, the poorer you are. And I guess all the districts eventually got together and, like, had a war with the capital, there's a MAGA war and they mm. lost mm. and so the capital is like alright well don't worry we're gonna fucking still accept you guys back in the war's over you lost but as compensation to break their spirit to never do that shit again they have to tr- every year they sacrifice two young people to do this like mortal combat to like the, as the a pe- tribute the people in the all the districts there's 12 oh, of them right? okay, so okay, each okay, district yeah, the tw- yeah. each one is responsible for a different thing like there's ones like a, mm. the, the timber makers one of them's like the they're like the technology people. Okay. There's like the other ones are like the coal miners and shit. So the farther down the pipeline you go, it's like District 12 is the poorest one. Got Those are like it. the straight up like laborers who just like slave away mines. District people building the fucking pyramids and shit. Yeah, like so that. District <laughs> yes. One, like yeah. they're like the closest to there, so they're treated better, and they're kind of the ones who yeah. like are they you know I don't know there's some so it's, upper so it's a hierarchy hierarchy. So like the they, capital yeah. is the most upper one, and they're representative yeah. of like Western culture. In the movie, they show them they're all dressed weird and they have like dyed hair and they live in these fabulous cities and drink like drinks to make them throw up so they can eat more food and shit it's very like roman empire kind of shit, <laughs> yeah right? people just like fat and happy yeah. all the time so every year like, like yeah. they go and they call the kids and they make them all they pull their names out of a fucking hat basically so even from the capital they gotta take two the kids. capital no only oh. the districts only oh the districts. oh so okay. they and so the ultimate if one the last kid who survives i'm gonna shut this window there's an alarm going off right. outside yeah oh no it's off so the last kid who survives that shit only one person can survive he becomes the champion of that district and then he gets free access to the capital he gets a badass mansion in his district and he has a bunch of like prestige now so he becomes the boss of that like he just becomes like the hero they put him in like the heroes he gets to live his life just balling out okay or she right and then they just they're just chilling forever pretty much and then then next year there's a new new person but yeah that that dude's chilling forever once you win you're a champion or whatever but every year they do it and so this one's about like that movie finally 
this girl gets into it and she starts like seeding the rebellion. And then you find out there's uh, a, a district. Spoiler alert. That in the no, war was drop like, it. No, I want to know. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You I do want to know. Right. Yeah, just let me know now. So, I'll probably, I might watch the movie. I might it's, not. It's whatever. actually pretty good. Yeah. There's three of them, and then yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. this chick's like stirring up emotions, and the capital like dictator, mm. he's getting kind of annoyed by it, and they end up finding out there's this thirteenth district that was like the soldiers okay. who like made the weapons and all shit, and they were armed ah. like nukes and shit. So okay. the agreement between the capital and them was they would go underground, and no one would know they exist anymore, but they would be free. Mm. But then like don't ever come back. And so they end up getting in contact with these fools. And, like, there's a 13th district. They have, like, weapons. And they have, like... Uh, so, been, so they turn on the they've capital. They've been rebuilding this whole time, preparing themselves to do a rebellion. Oh! Underground. Oh, and yeah. nobody knew about it? And so, the, the and, people, so, and so the people in the districts now finally find out, and then they join forces? Right. Exactly. So, the, so, ah. they, so basically, <laughs> this girl starts becoming the symbol... Because uh, okay. she doesn't kill the last kid. The chick with the arrow yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, She yeah, ends yeah. up becoming, like, a symbol of, like, liberation, but they can't kill her or she'll become a martyr. So they, like, they plot uh, for the next year to have her, to change the rules so they can select the victors now. So then in the next year, it's, like, all the her, old yeah. winners, basically. Uh, and so, so just gonna have them kill each other off. And, and so, stuff. yeah, and so they're all pissed off because they were never, they were done. So all of them, like, what the fuck am I doing back here again? I won, you know? Mm. It's pretty crazy. Then finally, the 13th, comes in and saves the day and evacuates the ones her Shit. she's the symbol of the rebellion and they end up having full fledged war again with the with the capital after that it's pretty cool like I'm saying for like being like a yeah. tween kind of shit it's yeah. actually intense and there's some kids get fucked up in that movie too dude Damn. like a beehive kills one kid like a, <laughs> yeah. oh and that arena is insane too they yeah. put in this like techno arena thing and like they can manipulate the whole thing to do different shit to like push them together or, or make them fight or not, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. like they'll like all of a sudden there'll be like a swarm of fucking bees that'll come out so and they'll push them in. Like it's, it's like the future, uh, obviously. Okay, so it's like the the, the fucking uh, video game PUBG or the other one. Exactly, fucking, it's PUBG. Uh, it's yeah. PUBG. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the fucking other one? Fucking um, uh, the one that uh, everyone's playing. God damn it! Uh, I know what you mean. I know exactly. It's like pretty much PUBG. Um, why am I blanking me on too. it? Me too. God damn it, it's freaking beer. It's like one more. I know, this beer and weed makes me Fuck. forget shit. Oh my goodness. It's like my favorite though. Have you been playing it? Have you played that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, know exactly what you're talking about. Slurp juice, motherfucker. God damn it, what the fuck is this called? Jesus, I'm tripping out of here. Any, anyway, um, but yeah, it's like one of those. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Anyway. Um, fuck, what the hell is it? Fortnite. 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 Damn it. That's that was like it. two stupid words put together. Yeah. It finally came in. Yeah. yeah, so it's like Fortnite then. So like you gotta like the 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 map shrieks pretty much and you like you got they force you to, to conflict. It, it doesn't right? have to close, it just whatever they want, right? Right. So oh, like, so you can just manipulate so whatever. So if things right. aren't happening fast enough, they'll release fucking like monster like mutant dogs to come fucking chase them and attack them and shit. Okay, okay. They'll like okay. manipulate the arena however they want, so they'll push flames to make them come this way. Damn, yeah. so you gotta survive that and the And people. that shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. And then every time one the kids dies a cannon shoots off and they see their picture like in like the skyline mm. and the whole capital everyone was watching it's like it's live tv broadcast so like gotcha. they're like they're fans and shit you know okay okay they got like and they, they can get like gifts from outside it's pretty, like weapons and shit it's pretty it's actually like I said, it's pretty crazy man Damn, that's crazy yeah that's crazy so there's the hunger games for you bro <laughs> I was, yeah i know i just got a hunger games recap i don't even like expect okay. that shit. now you're gonna watch it like damn that was a good movie yeah. check that shit out no i kind of appreciate when i like know a little bit more of the plot line for a movie that's like older if it's like something newer then i might yeah. be like okay wait but like if it's something older than uh I, 
Like, if I wouldn't have known that, I would not have had an impetus to watch it, necessarily. Exactly. You know? That's how so I am, like, too. Yeah, I want to so. know more, because I'm like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Right. And then, like, I want to see it happen like that. But uh, have you uh, have you ever seen that uh, that old Japanese movie, Battle Royale? Oh, uh, my wife forced me to watch that shit. <laughs> not for me, bro. That, that's what I was thinking, like, kids, nah, like, killing yeah, each other okay. and shit. That shit's gruesome, That is too. gruesome as fuck. That's what I was like, damn, that but is, was, like, rated R. But shit. it was like, so old, though, yeah. that, like, the, it was kind of cheesy, too, and foreign films, so it was even more cheesy. Yeah, you got subtitles yeah, and shit I on was there. Like, yeah. This could have been cool if, like, it wasn't made in the 70s in Japan, basically. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's, it's, it's pretty weird. The other one that I was thinking about that kind of reminded me of that is this movie, Ready, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, I never saw that. Is yeah, it, it ended up being pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was like the, the class system in the future is like the similarities. Because there was like, the the, the the way it's like set up is that there's like, you're in the future, there's this world where there's like overpopulation and crowding and everything like that. And there's... Everybody like lives a kind of like a shitty existence. So the one way people escape is they they put on like a virtual reality helmet and they join like this game where they can be their own avatar and they could you know you know compete in these competitions or they could just do whatever like some other things or whatever they want. They could just live in that that world and kind of just live it out. And so people like are in there forever and they put all their money into like. Do they go to work and stuff too during the daytime or something? Or like, do they eat? How do they eat food and shit? I mean, people have their own like day jobs outside of it, but like but that's they they log in all the time, like you know, like so they don't always live in there though. Yeah, there's people living out. They live out. They people exist outside of it, but a lot of people, a good chunk of their like free time is spent in that that in the game. And pretty much when they're not working, they're in that shit. Right, and so like the creator and the founder of the game, he like has like passed away, and. He, he was like uh, kind of like a Steve Jobs type or like a Zuckerberg type, just a protege from a long time ago at like, you know, eventually developed this virtual reality game and he would create competitions and, and they, were, they would give out prizes and stuff like that. So they give people like an incentive to like want to, you know, you know, get good at it. And it was just, it just, you know, blew up and it was the game that everybody played or everybody wanted to play and had access to, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, when he passed away, what happened is like the he was a character inside the game the whole time wow. so he created like a, a a duplicate of himself uh that would like he became the uh what's called the narrator and so you know you learn about this later but there's like this character that basically uh guides like certain people along and there's like this one uh, like library of memories from like the creator's like head like mind right that people would go and like maybe visit and like you know and check stuff out so what he did though is he hid easter eggs inside all the games and like all the different competitions that were going on at the same time mm-hmm. um where if you beat like and you get these easter eggs then eventually if you hit like all five eggs or something like that then you the person becomes uh gets ownership of the company itself and becomes oh, the richest shit. man in the world, yeah, immediately, and has access and control over all the whole game, and they Damn. could they could you know change it to their whim pretty much. Oh shit! So there's be, there ends up becoming this like large corporation that is like evil corporation that basically wanted to buy out the company and is like has always wanted to be control as like number one, and they're like. Uh, uh, led by this like evil white dude who's like you know like you know the, the basic suit and tie like 
does it has no connection to the real world but his only objective is to make sure the profits margin is sure. like you know keep rising and stuff like mm-hmm. that so this dude has an army of people that are in the game playing all the time and so the the idea is like you know we're gonna just like kill him with numbers and we're eventually gonna get there and so they have people like on the outside trying to figure out how to win these like competitions and like the first one they is have like, all the resources to get it exactly basically. exactly so that's the idea is that Interesting. uh in yeah, so they can always get, like, the best suits and, like, the best, like, you know, upgrades and everything like that. So um, if they die, they have more numbers. They can just keep going. So if me or you can die... you die in that game? Yeah, like, so what happens die? is you you, uh, you zero out is what they call it. So you get, like, a certain amount of status, right? Like, mm-hmm. points or something like that. Right. And uh, eventually, like, let's say you lose in a competition, like an all for no- all or nothing competition, right? Mm. As soon as you go down, you hit zero, and you got to start all the way back over. So you, you don't actually die, though. You don't actually die, but like, like... It's not like the Matrix, where if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. Right, right, right. Okay. So so you can still take the helmet so off and come back. Right, but there, there's scenes in the movie where people zero out, and they're freaking, like, in these little trailer... There's, like... It's kind of like trailer parks, but, like, imagine them stacked on top of it's each other. Shitty fucking houses. Yeah, yeah, shitty houses, but it's, like like... Uh, skyscrapers worth of them like uh, like they're just super like like 40 40 star acres like 40 stories up just like oh shit like a bunch of them mega up. fucking like stack yeah like, exactly shitty. I know what you mean but it's like fucking like lat- but, it's, but it's like fucking wooden ladders to climb up and down like and shitty like shanty that. town exactly yeah, exactly yeah. but it's like it's based in Cleveland, Ohio so it's supposed to be like, like future <laughs> Cleveland yeah. damn dude yeah and so that, that was like the hometown of this dude who like made the company oh, okay. and, and so like that's where the I guess the the place is like takes place, takes place yeah and so you see like these people and they'll like have these like shots of like people they zero out and then people are like fuck I spent all my money on these upgrades oh, oh, oh damn, damn it, it. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> win that competition and now we're gonna you know move up the and then the, 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 the wife's like what do you mean you lost what do you mean you spent all like, you put all your money oh, in that shit? shit and it's like he's like oh fuck like no I was gonna win it's like what the you dumb idiot. Like, it's like some dude like Damn. taking all their money and betting it on black. It on, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's kind of like the that. Fucking house and the ponies. It's kind of like how shit. like in the video games now, you, it's like free game, but you could buy you upgrades. One upgrade, yeah. And like yeah, you, yeah. you can't compete unless you do the upgrade most of the time. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of the, the thought. So it's very interesting. And that's pretty cool. It's all VR basically. Like completely. yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool, dude. That's pretty interesting. So he ends up what winning it, or what? I don't care for them. Yeah, so they have like different competitions and stuff, and um, they uh, like the first one is like a race, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like uh, the cool thing about it is like there's characters from different like you know um, like cartoons and stuff like that. So oh, like cool. the first race, there's like they're racing through like um, like New York City or Tokyo or like one of those cities and stuff uh, like that, and then eventually you see like. Godzilla come across like oh, the uh, the the map and he's like uh, comes down and like stomps on like the, the the racers who were like in the lead and stuff like that immediately if you get past him like they finally were able to figure out how to get past him like uh, the main character he did some like weird stuff and like got by mm-hmm. he got lucky pretty much and then eventually uh, there's King Kong was like right at the end or I think oh, the, I think it's in reverse King Those Kong hits popular some, characters yeah, yeah exactly exactly stuff. that's it reminds me of a in a weird way like yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know kind of why, but yeah. like well, the whole like competing to become the new owner of the whatever. That that aspect. That's of the it, only yeah. aspect. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but, the technology. In this game. <laughs> <laughs> the main parts of it. But uh, but yeah, so like he gets to like very close to the end, and then I think I think it was Godzilla that like beat like or no, it's King Kong that like smashes him right at the end. And so he like tries to start the race over, and it's like one of these races that happen every day. So you can he just keeps trying to keep trying to keep trying it. Oh. 
And after a while, a lot of people just started giving up on it. And so, like, um, people were, were looking for the other eggs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Or for, like, one of the key. They had It was a key. That's what it was. It was a key. So you get one key at a time. Eventually, they, uh, I can't remember what it was. Something There was, like, some hint or something. Because, like, he would give, they would drop little clues and hints and stuff like that. It was something about going backwards. So the main character, everybody, like, dips out and, like, you know, jets out and onto the racetrack mm-hmm. and tries it again. He stops, waits, puts it in reverse, and just guns it and goes backwards. And as soon as he goes backwards, the like there's like a secret like floor that falls underneath like this, and it oh, falls downwards like shit. to a, lo- a le- level below. And so he falls down on that level, and then immediately it like pushes him forward. So as soon as he goes, he, he literally passes the whole course like underneath like the oh, the fucking King Kong can't fuck. Yeah, exactly. You can see the projections like above him too. So it's like it's like see through. Uh, it's like see through oh, pretty that's much. Fucking yeah, cool, dude. yeah. So like like you could see like it was designed out. So he's like driving underneath it. And he's like, oh, there, I died there before that shit. Oh my god, this is way easy. Gets to the end, he like pops up and like slides, does a little thing, gets the key. And then, yeah, like, cool. goes to the next level and shit like that. So, so, like, in the end, he ends up winning all the shits? Or does he become the owner or what? Yeah, eventually he does. And it's, like, an evil... Well, there's... He meets, like, another legendary character. Like, you know how, like, if, like, you're online and you're like, Oh, my God, I'll play with Ninja or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, some popular it was, player. Really. It was someone like that, too. It was, like, this chick, though. And so he meets this chick and uh, he's, like, oh, he's, like... She's like legendary and he's got like the biggest crush on her and shit like that. So he's like always oh, like, oh fuck, like even though he's a good player himself. But he's like all fanned out for the shit. Yeah, like exactly. And he's like in love with her and shit like that too. Oh, so shit. like so she becomes a made love interest for him. Oh, and he's okay. like he tries to chase her the whole time. But it's like he's super awkward. He's like a young dude too, so um anyway, they like kinda he kinda just tries to follow her and like he ends up telling her how to beat the level because they like were on the thing and he like he, uh, he like met her and then like told her so she beats it his friend who's like his tag team partner from like before mm-hmm. also beats it and then they have like another two Asian homies uh, uh, like Japanese homies and they, they both beat it too because he tells them how to do it um, and then they all like try to like advance together kind of kind of thing As a team, okay. yeah so they kind of become the, like their own team and they That's form cool. like that um, but then the dude meets the chick in real life outside of the like the game. Oh shit! And the chick is a part of like this resistance that's against the government, and the government is run by the dude at the evil company uh, and shit like that. Oh shit! Yeah, that so. sounds pretty fucked up. I don't blame him for wanting <laughs> to fucking fight back against these motherfuckers. Right, because like that that evil company is like uh, like the company that is like attacking people and like it's creating also creating weapons like and shit like that. Too, a little bit. It's a little bit like Elysium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Me of that. So there's like a class system a little bit with that shit because like they're trying to up on uh, like the evil like emperor type shit you know kind of kind of vibe too interesting but it's like in a virtual reality world and um so i they, imagine what they make the whole thing free in the end i imagine or they start sharing the money somehow or is it i can't i don't think they get into it like it, it like that they like don't that show deep, you like the full-on like, like the, the, the effects yeah, yeah yeah it's just like it it kind of ends from my memory interesting. It kinda ends kinda, like, i'm kind of curious what they did with the victory then like you know Dude, the, the last scene and the last level to is like so fucking epic because there's so many characters that come out and like the the thing about it that's cool too is you can in your in your own avatar uh-huh. um, a lot of them make people make them way different than they are uh, okay. so that's kind of cool too so that's one of the funny things you know Lena Waithe the black chick from uh, the Aziz Ansari show um, do you know you know what I'm talking about on Netflix I don't know. Um, oh. 
I know the show, but I don't know the chick. Uh, anyway, know, uh, Master of None. Master I, of I've seen None. Like three episodes of it. So it's his like friend. It's just like the black chick is like his one of his best friends in the show. This chick named Lena Waithe, and mm. she's uh, that's her character though. Is like his best friend in uh-huh. the game, but they had never met before. And he thinks because she changes her voice and makes it deeper, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like a bigger, you know, like you know, um, Vulcan. it's like a God of War character, oh, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. It kind of looks like that, some I think. Badass dude, yeah, some big badass looking dude, and, yeah. and then and then it's like, what the what you're a chick, like, it's like <laughs> so, so it's kind of cool. kind of funny like that. And then like the that legendary chick that he like was fanning over, he meets her in real life, and she kind of has like a, like a birthmark on her face, but like he he's like not the best looking. Well, he's like he's like he's pretty pretty all right, but he, maybe he's like. A little bit more normal looking than you would like, uh, like not mo- like ten model looking. He's kind of right. got like a bigger nose or whatever. Right. So, but they end up like you know liking each other because yeah. like outside yeah. of real world yeah. shit. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like got that love That's interest. Shit, dope, dude. I gotta check this shit out, man. That sounds pretty yeah. good actually. It looked interesting yeah. to me. I just never got a chance to actually like sit down and watch it. Yeah, but, I like got a ticket because uh, I was got some free promo. It was like five dollars off a ticket or some shit. And I was like fucking. Have you seen that Matthew McConaughey movie? Which Where one? he's like in fucking Interstellar. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Where the chick's like fingering like the fucking universe and shit at the <laughs> end. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The That's strings, what I kept thinking. Bro, <laughs> the string, the fabric of space. He was a finger banging. Yeah, yeah. That's, first, like, That's all I was thinking. I was like, damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some profound moments. He fucking the universe right now with his finger. No, yeah, but, bro. That's how he made. The, that's how you let her know, bro. He was like, yeah. Made her come a little bit. Like, the, the, <laughs> the universe is clear. That was his daughter, though. That's his uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just remembered that. But real quick, on that subject, that's oh, hilarious. Shit. But that that movie Sorry. tripped me the fuck out. No, no, no. Yeah, it was Very a good funny. movie, though. It was that a good movie. That shit tripped me the fuck out when he goes to that planet, dude. That yeah. shit tripped me the fuck out. The big, the like water planet, the first one they go to. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, when they like they get so sick, he gets the dilates and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My mix. That that's when no uh, you're right with the fucking finger banging of space I no know, that part is right but is it the one where like they send out the signal and like they had to pick which one to go to yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. To and, find and they out. choose the wrong one just because and then they meet Matt Damon because Matt Damon's a fuckhead in that movie Dick, yeah yeah <laughs> no but the first like, one I just wanted to live to. and he kicks him out and the shit. first yeah. one he goes to when they when the dude yeah. stays in the space station they find out the planet's so dense that like time oh. moves more slowly there yeah so when you're above the planet. Like you're in normal time, but if you go to the surface, every minute's like seven years. Yeah, that's shit. right. So, the, so they, they come back, and the dude is super he's old. He's been chilling there for like twenty three years, <laughs> and like that. So uh, the 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 dude who was on that planet who sent that out, he had only died like one minute ago, and on that planet, so his body's still there. He got hit by a fucking tidal wave. It was some crazy shit like that's that. right. I they're like rushing time because right. every second is like months and months and months. That so was they, crazy. Dudes, yeah, that shit was a fucking cool movie. That was yeah, I got intense too, like at the end. And then Damon, yeah, he's a total dick. That, like, that shit pissed me off he too. He found out the planet was. I dead. didn't watch the other movie he was in when he was in space uh, making shit potatoes and shit. The Martian. I'm in space movies with fucking Matt Damon. Man. <laughs> I was, like, space, I was like, he's going to be an asshole in this one, too, probably. Yeah, he was, <laughs> I was a like, dick in that man. one. He was like, I found out this planet was dead. Bro, Matt right Damon plays a good here. asshole, though. Like, have you seen The Departed? Hell yeah, I love The Departed. Oh my god, that's like one of my favorite <laughs> movies. I'm not going to lie, though. I always get made fun of for this, but I didn't understand <laughs> what fucking happened in The Departed until it's I like watched, too much it, shit like, happening, until I watched but... it like six times. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, I, get, yeah. what, I get who the bad guys are and stuff, and I get the conclusion, I guess, but it was just like... The ramifications of everything. I didn't understand, shit. like, for a while, like, exactly what, um, 
Leonardo DiCaprio's connection was. Oh, how like, he was like I a. He, his dad was like a gangster, but like, like he, his family came from gangster, but he wanted to be clean, so like he improved himself. So he but, put himself through cop school, even though he had a checkered past. And then eventually they 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 knew he had a checkered past, but they used that to their advantage. So they yeah, made they, him an undercover. So, like, so, but then they tell him he's not a cop on paper though anymore. Like he gets like he fails the school or something. Oh well, yeah, they made it so like on the on the he every, looks like he failed. everything on the paper is looks exactly. So they they threw they threw yeah. off the scent of. Uh, of yeah, the, I mean. I get it, but it was kind of like yeah, it was. It was a great movie, but it took me so hard to like yeah. connect. Like, okay, like, how? Did, why does this guy trust him all of a sudden? Yeah. Then what the fuck was the story with Marky Mark at the end? He came in and shot that fool in the head. With yeah, it took me. It took me like two, two, two or three watches to get was, to get was, all of it I mean, like that. I got but it, but like, there's so many undercover people left around. I was like, what the fuck? What? It was a great movie, though. Yeah, at, yeah, at the yeah. end, when, like, they shoot each other in the elevator, and then, like, the... Gosh, and then crazy. the other dude is just like, we're the only two we got left, bro. And, oh. then, and, and then he picks up the gun and says, she just shoots dude, them right there. <laughs> I was like, oh, head. shit! Everybody's crossing everybody! Yeah, I'm like, dude, oh, my like, oh. god. Yeah, everyone oh. double-crossed everybody, basically, by the end of it. Yeah. That was so crazy. That was an amazing scene. Have you ever scene, seen man. Smoke and Aces? Old <sighs> one. Old man. one. Not all of it, I don't think. I think I've seen, like, parts I, of it. Dude, I don't know if it's good yeah. anymore. But when yeah. I was, when <laughs> I was a kid, I love that fucking movie. It was ultra-fucking uh, violent, too, but it was good. Alicia yeah. Keys is in it. Yeah. Is it man. Common in it, too, or something like Common's that? in it. Yeah, yeah there was, like, an all-star cast type of shit, right? Yeah, there was, was a bunch of, bunch of different uh, people. Yeah. Jeremy Piven was in it, too. That's right. All right. No more movies, though. We've talked about every fucking movie I think <laughs> we could talk about. Yeah. Next topic. I mean... <laughs> DJ this shit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we transition. Um, fucking hey, man. Uh, we'll just sit here and have a podcast about movies the whole time, which is fine. This is fine, bro. Fine. We'll just keep it, keep it moving, keep it, keep Cash. it going, dude. I mean, one thing I would say about movies, though, have you been like paying attention to the Marvel universe at all? Like, over you over a lot of that mad shit. Over See, it. I was mad over it when, like, after like the second, third uh, Iron Man came out, and yeah, when, like, exactly. And when, when, and when like. And when like uh, I saw like a couple, I saw one of the Captain Americas. And yeah, then, like, the first one. The first one, the first and, I and, like, one and I was like, yeah. I know. And then, and then I was like, oh, I'm kind of off of this. And they're bringing back Spider Man. I was like, do you really want to watch Spider Man again? The like, 15th Spider Man. Yeah, and it's yeah. like they've already changed. They tried it with the other dude, and then they and they another dude. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Tobey Maguire was the one who did. The, he did three movies. Let it fucking be, then you know. We got bring. Yeah. And I was like three movies over like ten years too, so it was like uh, it was a pretty good franchise. Pretty good, yeah, exactly, exactly. What a beauty it was, right? So that's what I was thinking, and then I freaking watched Black Panther. Though. So the Black Panther, <laughs> was, that's what I do. I'll yeah. pick out ones that look cool, yeah. and I'll watch those. But I'm not like going to every one just because it's a fucking Marvel movie, you know. What that's done though is it made me like want to go back and wa- rewatch some of the other ones and shit like that too. So I haven't seen all of them, but like Black Panther was really fucking good. Civil War, I thought was really fucking. I watched good. that one. Maybe watch um, that one. Infinity War, I thought was re- it was good. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. but I was interested in that one. Yeah, so I, like, won't, I, like I guess I won't tell you when then. it connected yeah. a little bit. I kind of get they snaps the finger and half of them fucking spear. True, but like it's crazy. So Ant Man, I actually watched randomly. One of my old Ant Man was good. Ant Man was really Ant-Man fucking was funny, good. dude. I like Ant Man. I really I love Ant Man. So. I like how it was like we were both like we were both over it, but then we watched like a shit ton of other. That's what I'm saying. Somehow I watched they like half. They get me back into it yeah. though. So yeah, I watched Ant Man like two a year and a half ago, just on a whim. I was at my friend's uh, mom's house. We we're doing laundry at her house randomly. It was it was a uh, uh, my roommate, like uh, as I think our like because we had to pay for to use our washing and dryer and, uh, and like if we were in the area, so we would just hit her up sometimes. Yeah, so, I've done that shit. <laughs> 
So we both did that, and we're like chilled the whole day there, and we're just watching a bunch of movies. And he was like, "Oh, this is a funny movie. You should watch it." And I was like, "Ant hey, Man for real?" And he was like, "Yeah, trust me." And so I was like, "All right, fuck it." And put it on. I was dying. I was like, "Damn, Michael Pena's funny in this one. This is good. Ti's in it and everything." It's a good movie. It was fun, and I, yeah. I really like that the main guy in that movie, um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's I funny in it too. I love Paul Rudd. So like, right when I found out he was in it, like, it automatically was kind of more. They made a good de- decisions watch. with the casting, I think. Yeah, but I mean, to Marvel. be honest with you, it's like now they're making Shazam and shit. It's like, for me, at this point, it's like they're just pulling out any fucking random character they can think of anymore. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's like that Key and Peele sketch. You see that one? Which where they're yeah. doing the, it's like the, the Marvel like cast like like writers meeting. And then, oh, um, yeah, yeah, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and got it, like, guys. He's a legend. Yeah. He's a legend. Like, <laughs> he makes, like, a bunch of racist yeah. characters yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 He makes, like, yeah. ones that are, like, old people ones. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the, the Korean lady yeah, yeah. who always yells at you in line. It's just, like, they don't like, what's her superpower? It's like, he's, like, she, no superpower. She yells at you when you're taking too long in her store. Like, it's, like, some racist ass. Yeah, yeah, it was constantly. That shit was super funny. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like it's every random Stanley character has ever come up with. They're, like, <laughs> they are they are spreading blob it. Blob man. And you're, like, okay, blob man, I guess. Right. Like, they're definitely, like, spreading it a little thinner than, like, maybe, like, on the surface people would want, but... It's it's kind of cool because if you can just dip your toe into it as much as you want sure, to, yeah, too. I will give you that because you like, can pick the ones you give a shit about, basically. The other ones that I like, Doctor Strange. I wanted to watch that. I haven't seen any of them though. I Do- Thor. Doctor Strange, good. I, Thor was. Eh. Thor I was heard definitely. Thor Ragnarok is better. After the first Thor, I saw the first one with Natalie Portman in it. And yeah. It was on like HBO or something when I was at my dad's house. Yeah. It was alright. But it yeah. was definitely not something I'd watch again. Right, right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Guardians. I was, that's the next great. one I was going to say. Both yeah. of them were really, really, really good. good. Soundtrack's yeah. good. The whole movie's made well. That's why I'm so sad. I was about here. to say. Oh, my God. So he's out, huh? James Gunn is out. Before we get into the James Gunn shit, I will say Ant-Man and the Wasp is also like just like Ant-Man. It's good. It's I want to check it out. Right? My wife didn't yeah. like Ant-Man, though, so it's been kind of watching it all the time because she yeah. like, doesn't really want to see it. So. <laughs> I know the struggle, it's man. It's hard. You know, like, yeah. trying to find a moment. She's out. I'm like, Ant-Man time. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It's funny, man. It looked good. I, I don't know if you know who Walton Goggins is. Mm-hmm. He's uh, He was in Hateful Eight. He's in... Uh, uh, vice principal, he, yeah, he's like the um, the, one of the main evil guys or whatever, the white hateful. dude. Or not hateful? Was it uh, Tarantino the, movie? The Tarantino one, yeah. yeah. It's the one with Samuel's in it, right too. He's in like all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, not Django, right? Not Django. Anyway, anyway, that, that's one of the that's one of the other the new characters, I guess, that's in okay. it. Um, that ties into Infinity War, though. So as you see at the end of the movie, one of the end credit scenes, you. You, you see, like, a couple of the characters disappear. Oh, that you would have seen. Oh, interesting. But here's, like, the connection, though. So, uh, I guess, you know what? It's, it's a connection you wouldn't understand because it goes to Doctor Strange's movie. Because, yeah. like, he eventually gains the power to, like, get outside of his body and get into what is called the astral plane. Mm-hmm. So, he, like, becomes, like, a, like a uh, bodiless soul, like, figure, kind of. Oh, okay. And um, he has the ability to kind of, like, look into the future and see different possibilities of things. And so when Infinity War, everything's going to shit, at one point he, he looks into it and he sees the different possibilities. Like, there's one in 14 million scenarios that will get make us out of this. And and so as everything goes along, it's kind of going towards the scenario that he's predicted, even though in your mind you're like, oh, they're fucking up. Thanos is getting powerful now. He's got all the stones. There's no way that we can beat them. And then he snaps, and then you're like, fuck, it's done. But right when he snapped... He went into the astral plane, 
And so even though his body oh. eventually like disintegrated, I think he still has like some ability to, to communicate with different can, people. Like, still do shit in that world. Right. Huh. So the other thing with Ant-Man, you know how they go into the sub subatomic Yes, which is cool as fuck. Right, yeah. yeah. So so they do that again in the second movie and that's like the, the main driver of like the whole movie pretty much, right? And so they try to go back and find the mom who they lost. Uh, and so the mom uh, so when Paul Rudd's character goes down into like to the subatomic particle level or whatever, mm-hmm. um, what are, what do they call it? Like the something particle uh, realm or something. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't remember. Exactly it was like which one it, it is. yeah. So they go yeah, down something like that. So they go down to that realm, right? So when he goes down there, the mom like realized that he was down there and she had gained some powers because she was down there for so long. Mm-hmm. And she like sent. Oh yeah, I forgot she got stuck there. Right, because right, she got stuck there. So she sent like oh, a she signal. I don't even fucking know. I don't fucking know. Eating protons and electrons exactly, and shit. Exactly, man. She's like, I would, I would die for a steak right now, man. I've been eating <laughs> protons all day. Yeah, so she like sends like a message and like puts it in his like head and his memory. And right. so Paul Rudd comes back and basically when in, in uh, after Civil War, he goes into house arrest and he gets under arrest because of the Sokovia Accords that happened because they, they're like, all right, the, basically the super, the, they're like, all right, we'll, we'll give up, like, you know, trying to attack the government and shit like that or right. attack each other. Incredible. Even, even though they didn't, <laughs> even though that shit didn't happen, right? Right, right, right. So he's apparently under house arrest while Infinity War's happening the whole time. And so he's away from that. Um, and that's another subplot is like, he's like at the last couple days of his house arrest. It's kind of cool the, ant, the yeah. Ant-Man's kind of a major part of the movie because he's definitely one of the last, like... You would think impressive. of, right? Uh, it's just pretty cool. Yeah. But like, if you really get down to it, right, it just right. gets really small. <laughs> yeah. Like, Seriously though. But what ends up happening is, so, eventually he, he sees a vision, like a memory from the mom's, like, past, and he describes it to the doctor and his his daughter, right, uh-huh. who, who ends up becoming the wasp. She's the wasp. Oh, so the daughter's the wasp. The daughter's the wasp. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought so it was like his girlfriend or something. Well, they become. They're kind of like they were kind of like they had a weird tension in the first uh, one. That's his daughter. No, 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 no. Not the 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 Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd and and the daughter. Oh, the doctor's daughter. The doctor's daughter. Okay, yeah, 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 Paul Rudd's no, 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 daughter. No, 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 I was no, like, no, no, wait, no. what? The fuck Paul Rudd does have a daughter in the. Yeah, movie. that's what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, she yeah. grew up or something. No, she's still she's still okay. young. She's still young. All right, right. all right, okay. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> the professor's daughter. The professor's okay, daughter and Paul Rudd, like, yeah. So that's like Ant Man and the Wasp, because Paul Rudd is like the new Ant Man, because the doctor was the old Ant Man. Right. Right. So. Uh, he he meets them up with them again, even though he's like not supposed to, and he tells them what happened, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is a sign from her that she's still around," and so they kind of they they try to go back down into the particle realm and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and they they their whole facility got shut down by the government because of like all that crazy shit that happened, uh... and partially because they he was using his suit and technology. He wasn't supposed to. And wasn't supposed to when he went to Civil War to go mm-hmm. help out uh, Captain America. And so they also got shut down by the government. So now they're on the run too. And so did being subatomic protect him from that snap shit though, or is that what it was? So he didn't. Just, he just didn't get snapped at the end he of it. He just happened to not be one of the people. Okay. Yeah. So so what ends up happening is though though is like so they eventually are able to get the mom out, and then but there's like another character that is got like in some reaction. Like one of the one of the doctors like protege not proteges but his partners like branched off and tried to do his own thing and there was like a, a, a bad reactor that like that happened reaction that happened and so that doctor's daughter got like she was really young she got fucked up where like her particles can't like 
control together. So she she's like her name's Ghost, and she can like walk through walls and stuff like that. Even the, this is the daughter who becomes Wasp. No, 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 no. This is a different the daughter. different doctor. Oh, different, his different, protege. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his like working partner uh, had a, had a, had a daughter. So she's Ghost. She's like the main like evil character in this movie Sandman 2 right? Sandman 2 uh, yeah okay. I thought you were talking about Infinity War still okay, so. they all blend together yeah, so it's like it's hard like, to it's fucking hard to yeah, so right so that she's like trying to take the energy from the mom to like correct herself and like make her whole so again be yeah because she's like on the verge of dying and like you know like she's there's another Lawrence Fishburne is another doctor that worked with Dr. Pym and uh, where's he been at all these years? Fuck. Right, I know. So he's uh, he's another doctor that's helping her out, and he's basically created a chamber that helps stabilize her and shit like that. Uh-huh. But she's her time's limited, and so her main goal is to use the energy from the mom um, and help her out, while the Ant Man is trying to get to the mom to help her to bring her back alive. Interesting. And so eventually, bring her back alive. The ghost, they control her, they battle her, and they, like, fight against her. They control her, and then the 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 doctor, the, the wife or whatever that went down there, yeah, yeah. the mom, she was, like, really fucking smart and has these powers now, and so she basically healed Ghost. Oh, like, she was, like, boom. Got yeah, was able to figure it out. So they're all, like, kind of, like, chill with each other now. And then eventually, at, so, like, this ghost is, like... Is just, like, all right, then. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, speeding through a lot of shit, too. No, so, yeah, yeah. So, so you get to the end credit scene, right? And they're... They've created another new like time por- portal thing to go subatomic, oh. and so they got so like they, they reference having to go down there to collect energy to help power Ghost, like to keep her around, you know. Right. So they got to keep going down there. So Ant Man he goes down there right, and he's like you know talking to them. He's like, all right, I got the energy ready. You know, beam me up. I'm good. I'm good. And it's just oh, on the radio. Oh shit! The camera goes back to like where they where he zoomed out from. And they're all gone, and it's just fucking like the uh, uh, the like their dust, like oh, everything. Dude. And so the, the the wasp, the doctor, his wife, and like they all disappear. They've been fucking snapped. So now he doesn't have anybody to take him back into like you know out of the, the subatomic particle oh, or whatever the fuck shit. the realm. Yeah, the particle realm. So my thought, and I was reading this today actually, is that because. Doctor Strange is in the astral plane now. He can, I think there's a connection where he can get to the particle realm and, and guide the Ant Man. Exactly, exactly. That's pretty cool. So it's like the, it's just weird. I do shit. like that like, it's all connected. Yeah. I will give it that. Yeah. It is cool that it's all connected, but there's a lot of shit. To there's so fucking, much shit. You know, there's so shit. much shit, dude. It's, it's cool though. That's yeah. like, I'll check it out, dude. That sounds like a really good fucking movie. That was like my 20 minute spiel on Ant Man. Yeah, like dude. That. We each had one. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's let's get to James Gunn though, because Guardians three. Is now in question of even happening now? I think they'll, like, they'll, no, no, no. They'll make like, that shit. That movie makes way too much money. Uh, Disney's not yeah. going to not make a movie. That's true. That's purely true. because of fucking some dude's weird behavior. I mean, and even then, I don't know. Oh, I read briefly kind of what happened with him. Did you see know. the tweets that he that were sent and stuff? Like, yeah, but this, that's the thing, dude. Like, I don't know. Look up anyone else's fucking tweets, bro. Yeah, like, that's why I, I, shit. I killed one of my old Twitter accounts because of that. We've all said shit, dude. Like, yeah. When you're like 19, 20, 17, dude, I feel bad for the kids who grew up now. We've all, yeah. like, people like James Gunn and us, like, we've only had that shit for so many years. These kids grew up with that, so you're gonna have stuff that when you said when you were like 10 on your fucking that's, shit. That's like my little brother's generation, generation, dude. dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I don't even 
like my Facebook, my my, my uh, MySpace probably had some stupid shit I said. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know? My MySpace is still alive, so yeah, but dude, all dude. my shit's gone on it. You can still log oh, in. Really? Okay, check this out. It was, it was a trippy thing that happened, and unfortunately, you can check, but I don't think you can do it. Yeah, it was a brief time, like maybe seven years ago. I decided to go back on MySpace just to see what the fuck was up, right? Mm. And I was able to get into it, and it was still pretty much... It was, like, still that music shit that Justin Timberlake bought it or whatever, and it was, like, still yeah, more about music. Yeah, 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 But your old stuff was still on there. Uh-huh. So I was able to go into my old messages, right? Oh. And I was reading shit that I was doing when I was, like, 14, <laughs> dude. And it was crazy. Oh. Like, all the girls I liked, all the fucking people uh-huh. I talked to, old-ass like stupid shit. pictures yeah. of me with, like, a beer bong. Like... Uh, I mean, it was weird. Me like talk. I'm, I'm like looking at like me talking to a girl I liked and reading how stupid I sounded <laughs> and being like, "Damn, yeah. what the fuck is going on with this chick? Like, the fuck were you thinking? Oh, what do you mean? Like, I was just like, oh my god, like, dude. I like low key learned how to learn sad. how to like to do code like off of MySpace, what? bro. See, but that's the thing. I never fucking cared. About I went crazy shit. with the designs yeah, and sad. shit, dude. I was taking like embed codes from YouTube like back before YouTube was like even a thing, like yeah, really big. Barely, barely before something. there was copyright infringement on YouTube. So everything you like you could ever you want. want to on it. You can still yeah. kind of get away with that sometimes, dude. Not I've as watched. not a, at all from like what it used to be though. There used to be like like you can still catch some full movies or movies pits and parts, but there there was a lot of full movies on there. There was music videos from artists that like didn't distribute it at all, like Prince. That was the, that was the era of Kazaa, dude. Fucking <laughs> downloading LimeWire. That's true. Fucking yeah. dude, I remember yeah. my whole iPod was all downloaded music. Me too, man. And the plus of iPad, I mean iPods, was that uh, it's like a time capsule, dude. I actually had my iPod for a long fucking time. I still I mean, have mine somewhere here. Okay, you check it out. Get a chance. Pop it open. Man. Look at the shit, dude. My shit is like oh, forever. Thousands of songs. It's forever there. stuck on 2008, though. So like everything I like from like 2008 and before, there's nothing past that. So it shows you exactly <laughs> what I was into yeah. from like 14 to 18. It's really weird, dude. Like yeah. like I'm like, damn, I like the fuck is this shit? Like some of this stuff's crazy. Yeah. I was like really into like national anthems for a while. Like I okay, I'm like really politically. I've always been that way. So I like politics. Yeah. I like history and stuff. So I had the fucking like Soviet national anthem. Like fucking. <laughs> But it sounded cool. I was like, I wouldn't like yeah. listen to it and jam to it, but like every once in a while I'd be like, that sounds cool. I'd like play it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I had a lot of weird shit on my iPod, dude. dude. What are some of the weird shit that I had? Dude. Oh, so um, I was like the kid in like middle school who was like very like weirdly kind of like a nerdy rap fan, kind of. Like okay. I was really into like the history and where shit came from and, and, and the general. significance of why it came from. Yeah, yeah, because, like, I grew up, like, my family, li- like, listened to, like, the English language music was a lot of old-school R&B stuff, and then eventually that led to, like, old-school hip-hop stuff. And for me, I just grew up listening to that stuff, so I was just, like, kind of, you know, always attracted to the Dr. Dre's and the fucking Biggie's and the Tupac's right, and, right. and even just, like, the Barclays and, like, the Earth, Wind & Fire and Prince and Michael Jackson and all the... the those type of artists old R&B yeah yeah like 80s 90s and stuff like that and then I just like use the internet as like my tool to keep like diving into like that shit and then keeping up with what was new too everything and it was all on there and it was like the blog era when like every day there was like 30 40 new posts of like new shit to like pay attention to and so every day I'd be on there like looking and I would get like anxiety or like of 
I missed something. Like, oh, I didn't go online today, and I didn't fucking do it. And so I would, like, go through, and they would have the download links for, like, all this shit. And uh, people would talk about, like, oh, remember that album that came out in 97? I'd be like, oh, what album? And I'd go listen to it. I'd grab it off of LimeWire and then, cool, like, listen dude, to it. Yeah. I was never, yeah. like, that deep into, like, I was kind of a late internet bloomer in a weird way. Like, I've always been that way. I've always been, like, ten steps behind on shit like that. But even now, like, I've never had an Instagram account. I've never had a fucking Twitter. I really don't give a shit about that too much. Like, I, okay, okay. I care to a certain degree, yeah. but, like, I couldn't see myself looking at Twitter or, like, doing that kind of stuff. Even back when yeah. I was a kid, I did it just purely because, like, in order to, like, be a part of society. To keep up with your friends, You had to kind of right? do the basics, at least, right. like, MySpace and stuff. So I liked, I mean, I enjoyed it, but not Do you have an so. AIM account? Hell yeah, an AIM account. No, I, <laughs> yeah. AIM I mean, chat rooms. <laughs> chat rooms. I remember chat roulette. That shit was Chat like, roulette was shiesty, uh, dog. You got too, too many guys holding their dicks. So when I first <laughs> found out about, okay, so check this out. This uh, is a story about drug use. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I was still in the Marine Corps. <laughs> so when I was, okay, when I was in the Marine Corps, uh, this is a recording, huh? Anyway, fuck it. I'll tell you anyway. Um... <laughs> It's so far, I mean, nothing really bad happened, but gotcha, so I was, gotcha. so I couldn't smoke weed, right? So, right, but right. I, I, I didn't really smoke that much weed throughout high school. I kind of started smoking weed when I was like probably like sixteen, a couple. I smoked the first time when I was like fourteen. I used to work at this pizzeria, mm. and I was like this young kid, and I was like uh, hanging out with these like twenty year olds and shit who okay. like worked at the pizzeria like in college and stuff. Gotcha. And so I was kind of like their stupid little like brother kind of shit, hang out mm -hmm. with them. So like once in a while I'd go to some of their house parties and stuff, and my family being like European they weren't really that much sticklers about like drinking and stuff so like they didn't care as long as I was careful for the most part gotcha, gotcha. so I go to these parties I'm getting all fucked up with these guys and they're like they smoke me out and um and so I was my first experience smoking weed right so I'd go to this uh, Christmas party tangent real quick pretty funny first right, smoking right, weed right, story right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tell me you tell me yours not good all right, all right. <laughs> so the first time smoking weed it was pretty unimpressive the second time mm. Uh, I smoke weed with these guys from work, and it's a Christmas party. At, I, worked, I used to work at this pizzeria in Anaheim called Cortina's. Okay. Which you fucking check out. It's like an Anaheim local fucking, like, Gotcha. Anytime legend. I'm over there, I'm gonna go. Yeah, they make, yeah. like, really good subs and pizza. It's, like, a well-known... All the high school kids work there, and so... Gotcha. So I worked there, too. So we go to this Christmas party. It's family-owned, so they have, like, this food there, and we have, like, a gift mm -hmm. exchange and stuff, and a little buffet out of their food. I'm smoking weed with these dudes in the parking lot. I'm like 15, and I'm getting really paranoid because I'd only smoked weed a few times. Right? Ah, I gotcha, gotcha. So I gotcha. go to this fucking place, and I'm in there, and I'm looking around, just like, fuck, where the fuck am I doing this for? Should not have smoked weed. Everyone knows. Yeah. I'm, everyone knows I'm high. Like immediately walking, I feel everyone fucking knows. So I'm like freaking out, and I go to the buffet. And my boss is there. And I guess someone told him because that was funny, and I was like freaking out. Uh, and I'm like standing there awkwardly, like quietly. Fourteen at the time. Fif Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Okay. So I'm in, I'm in the buffet line. And my boss is next to me, one of the owners. And he's like, "How you doing?" He's calling me Moss, right? So he's like, "What's going on, Moss?" I'm like, "Good." Like quietly staring ahead. Yeah. Like, look yeah, ahead. Yeah, look forward. Just get your food. And I was like, "I should be cool, man. He won't fucking know." Like in my head, I'm like, "He doesn't know. Just be cool. He won't know." <laughs> and I'm getting this fucking ravioli, and this guy's like, he's like getting the fucking munchies huh like that ah, like that on the slide and i was just like and i just remember straight up like not knowing what to say and just standing there and being oh, like shit. i don't know what you're talking about and then walking straight <laughs> up, that's not all not i said I, that's all i said was i don't know what you're talking about and i just walked away and then dude and then the weirdest thing happened yeah. this is the only time i had this much of a reaction with weed. normally i just chill out it was i was so freaked out all i was doing was eating ravioli right and like yeah. eating as much food as i could find <laughs> and i looked up and 
everyone was leaving. <laughs> I was just like... He's still still munching? Full. I was just like looking up. I'm like, where the fuck are we? I'm like, where is everyone going? The party just started like an hour ago. And he's like, dude, it's been like five hours. We're going. I'm like... So I just, I guess I just was so high, like, I just time skipped mentally. Oh my and god. And all of a sudden, yeah. I was so focused on eating and just, like, being cool that I looked up and so much time had passed, and then we just all left. It was so bizarre, dude. Yeah. yeah. I've had that happen to me a, a little bit. Not quite, like, five hours worth of time. It was, like, like exaggerated. But, yeah, like, yeah, a couple hours. A couple all hours. All I know is all of a sudden, it was, I've like, had, like, 30 party. minutes go by. We're like, what the fuck? It's the already party was, like, going on, and then it just wasn't. And that's, like, what tripped me the fuck out. I was like, where is the fuck that yeah. was? For what? me, for me, it was weird. It was a little different. Like, so I always kind of like grew up around it, but I wasn't always necessarily the one smoking. It was always like a social party thing where every time I went to a kickback in high school, it was like almost get, getting brought out, like just on on site. Right, right, so right. like I had like the people who were older than me would smoke, and like uh, some of my friends would smoke like more consistently and stuff like that. But for me, I was always in like a super really rigid like household and like really controlling and stuff like that. Um, in terms of like, you know, doing things like socially and stuff, like it was really weird. I was kind of like parting off a little bit from my friends from a certain aspect. I lived a like I went to a lot of different schools when I was younger because mm-hmm. I went I was like in a part of like a, a gate program, the gifted and talented education or whatever. So my parents, you know, yeah, fucking smarty pants. Yeah, they put me through that shit, and so <laughs> I was just like, all right, cool. So I was like, when I was really young, just super book smart and stuff like that, just super into it, and they pushed me for that. And so like I did sports and I did like you know school, and they really kind of sheltered me a lot from like you know hanging out and just like doing stupid shit, right? Um, just in the neighborhood because they they knew a group in Stockton and that shit like just dumb shit is fucking some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah it was very, like, the, people the fact that I made it out was like kind of cool, but like cool. <laughs> fucking uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that I know didn't. So um, and I think they understood that. So I understand it now, like they why I try to keep you out of trouble, basically. Right, but at the time I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I like lived in a house that I always had like a like a big wrought iron fence around it too. So like. It's the, that's just like a barrier, like between you and me, just like you know, talking to the, the kids in the neighborhood, even and stuff like that. So really, that you couldn't even hang out with the kids in the neighborhood. I mean, not like I couldn't, but like I was always like kind of standoffish a little bit too. Like I've always been kind of the kid who, if if you like break, if you if you if I'm cool with you, like I'm really cool with you. Right. But if like I don't know you, then like. I don't. I'm not gonna like go out of my way to to go to know to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so it's kind of like a, a a hard exterior, and once you get past it, then it's like you're good for for like you know, like you're good with me. That. You're go, you're on my good side for like a long time. And it's, okay. It's hard to get. I would say it's it's harder to get on my bad side once you once you're on that side. So I'll give most people the benefit of the doubt that way. I'm but too forgiving like that sometimes. Yeah. You know, I have friends I probably shouldn't be, I shouldn't have been friends with <laughs> anymore for a long time. I just like yeah, once you're friends, yeah. it's like I keep. I just have a hard time like, if so, especially if someone's like really, someone's like really really bad. But like I've had, I'm a little sentimental. Yeah. So like if I have friends from a long time ago that are just shitty now, like I won't maybe hang out with them, but I won't completely sever with them. You know, right. if they hit me up, I'll be like, oh man, I'll hang out. Which I fucking should, and I look back on it, but yeah, yeah. Like, I'm real like uh, yeah. with my friends too. Right, right. I think it was more so I just got to, like, for me, I don't know, I kind of got burned a little bit with terms of, I felt like, I know. I felt at the same time, too, when I was, like, I kind of realized this when I was really young, maybe, like, third or fourth grade, like, some of the friends that I would hang out with or, like, I thought were, like, my closest friends, I think did not see me in the same way 
all at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where I feel like I'm, I'm more, like I'm trying to be like overly nice to you, so, like you know, and all this stuff, or like I want to be like you know, but like maybe you're just kind of like oh, like oh, Mario's here, cool, but like if Mario's not here, like oh, whatever. But me, it's like oh, where the fuck is uh, you know, Ryan yeah, or whatever. Trying you know what to get. That's how it happened with me yeah. too. Like. As high school ended, it was like, uh, like I would join the military and stuff, so I kind of lost touch with some people. But when I would be in town, or uh-huh. I mean, even after I got out, like I felt like a lot of the friends I had, I'd be like, hey, I was hitting them up, and like, but if I didn't hit them up, it'd be like ghosts, you know, right? Once every two million years, it'd be like, exactly. hey, uh, what's going on? But like, yeah. very rarely. It was like the level of effort in the relationship wasn't equal. Way off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, I don't. So like I, I kind of need to be I flipped the you. perspective like in my head when I was young. So I was like, okay, he doesn't care about me as much. So why should I care about him? Which is true. So I started doing that, which was like it kept my circle small. So it kept me like people that I knew and trusted. It's like we're good, but it also kind of like hindered me. I felt like and limited myself in a lot of shit like yeah. that too. No, I know. And um, but that's it, how I feel too. Actually, yeah. about that stuff like that. It's interesting you say that. But yeah, but I was kind of like that way growing up. So I didn't really like, you know, go out and drink a lot when I was young, like in high school as much, or like smoke like that. But when I did get a chance to go out, I would go ham on that shit. Like, see, but that's but, I had an opposite reaction with that yeah. shit early on. It took me a lot longer than it sounds like you did to get that lesson through because yeah. for a long time in my life, I would always be like, hey, you know, like I wanted to maintain those relationships. Yeah. I don't know. Looking back, again, like I looking back on, it, I probably shouldn't have, and they they got burned too by some people that I kept in touch with like that that I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. But so when I was a kid, so when I was real young, like in elementary I'm school, grab another beer. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can get I'm one. still good. Um, when I was in elementary school, like, I got, I really wasn't, like, the coolest kid growing up, so, like, yeah. I used to get fucked with a lot at school. When I was with my friends yeah. from the neighborhood, I was cool. Mm-hmm. At school, specifically, I just had a lot of shitty, like, I was kind of unpopular. Gotcha, so, once gotcha, sixth gotcha. grade, uh, like, fifth or sixth grade rolled around, and I kind of started getting a little bit more, like, cool with people, I started making more friends, and, like, I, you know, uh-huh. I went to junior high, and I made a lot more friends, I was, like, pretty popular in junior high, and high school, I was good, too. But, like, I always had that mentality of, like, I of like growing up where, like, I didn't have friends. Yeah. So, for me, keeping people around growing up was always a big part of it because I knew what it was like to not have any fucking friends. Mm. So, even when people, like, would not be shitty, but just, like, do what you're saying, like, not really put as much effort. Yeah. I would always still try and maintain it. Yeah. So I, I think I took a different perspective. I think... I, just, I would get involved with those things specifically yeah. to like be a part of it all. So like, right. let me go to the party. Let me go to this thing. Let me. I was any opportunity. I was always trying to be involved with it. I definitely felt that, but at the same time, I was also comfortable just being my being solo, solo dolo. And I felt like I've kind of always had that, that little bit of an independent streak of just like wanting to do my own shit. And right. I, um, I was big into like uh, sports, video games, and music when I was like really young. So it was like. Sports would just be watching the games on TV every day as they're on, like, and always watching ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever it was, and just really just loving it and reading books into the history of, of basketball and football and reading biographies about, like, my favorite players and just deep diving into it. And, um, uh, yeah, listening to sports talk radio that my dad would play on the, on the car rides, like, everywhere and shit, so... That was one thing. So I'd play play sports a lot too. So like a lot of my friends and the social interactions that I got were through my sports through sports, sports teams and stuff yeah, like that. So so it was a little different. And, but we don't see each other all the time. And and like um, 
like I said, it was weird because I didn't go to the same schools, the same people I right, played sports right. with, yeah, too. Yeah, that's hard, too. So, that's another thing. That's a big part of it. But, um, so there was that, and then the, um, the music, I would just be online or just listening to stuff, like, on my, on my, like, on my headphones or on my laptop or whatever, in my room a lot. I was lucky because we always had access to, like, computers and stuff like that when I was younger, so I always had access to the internet, and I could just pull stuff up. Even though it was different, it was way slower, and I'm just, yeah, people don't even shit. realize how fucking frustrating dude, it was to listen to a song back then. Don't even realize dude, how no idea. good anything is. Now, <laughs> we get on our phone in like two seconds, and it's I'm like, like this years is, ago, yeah. we'd be like fucking still working right now, probably and making like a nickel a day. It's crazy. I'd be I'd be farming. That's what I would yeah. be doing right now. Okay, so I don't dude. want to give you the impression that I was out like getting fucked up all the time. Right, right. So right. I smoked weed when I was 15. Yeah. And then it wasn't like I was wiling out all the time. I had a pretty conservative group of friends too. Like they, mm. most of them wanted to join the military and stuff. Okay. I actually was for some like I don't know. I grew up in a family of like people who my dad's like um, the kind of guy who's always like uh, he's got his hands in every fucking pot. Like he's had to always hustle his life through. He was a waiter, manager. He moved from Italy. He moved from Egypt. All this crazy yeah. shit. So like, he, my dad's the kind of guy who any scam you can figure out, he'll manipulate it to that. Mm. So I've always had that kind of touch of like. I was one. Like, I, I didn't feel like rules are bendable. You gotcha. know what I mean? There was like certain. Like my parents definitely taught me good values and stuff uh, too, and to be kind and polite see, and stuff like that. Me, it was like rigid. But like my dad, more rigid. yeah. So <laughs> my, my um, that's yeah. exactly. There was rigidity in the sense of like my parents were strict about homework stuff like that. But as far right. as like, it was kind of. I guess I picked up the mentality from my dad of like, if you can get away with it. And it's not hurting anybody else. Then fuck it, right? Then whatever, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Obviously, they weren't encouraging me to do drugs and shit. But like, right. even as a kid, my grandpa would be like, in Italy, in Europe, it's pretty normal. They'd be like, "Do you want some wine?" Or you know, like, "Oh, oh yeah, you should yeah, have yeah. a little bit of wine when you're like keeping a kid." You know, right? Not gonna let you get drunk, but like have a little bit of wine. And it's that's part of, that's not like how we and, see and it. And that's not here, right? Yeah. So that's Mexican w- culture is different. We, it's part. When you drink and you're partying and you're you're, you're putting them back, like you're not. They just drink yeah. with everything, dude. So right. like for them. Even getting drunk, like, I, I never have ever seen my mom drunk. Mm. Ever. My dad, once or twice. But their culture of drinking is different. It's like, they right. don't really binge drink. It's like, more of a like, steady drink, yeah. It's a steady drink, or even with food a lot, yeah. it's more. So, like, it was never, in my head even, I would go binge drink with my friends at that age, but, like, I I wouldn't, um, I didn't, consi- a lot of kids would have been like, oh, like, for me, it was just like, eh, I'll be fine, just be careful, you know what I mean? Right. So, I would go and fuck around with these guys and go to their house parties and smoke mm-hmm. weed I a couple times, and then I really didn't smoke weed again until I was, like, 17 or 18, yeah, and that's actually that when I got back into, got into smoking weed, and I was having a good time, and then I had already signed up for the military, so uh, I knew, like, pretty soon that shit was over, stop. Yeah, so yeah. I was having a lot of fun at 18 or before, uh, I, I mean, I, went, I joined the military right after high school, like, Midway through the summer after senior year, I was already gotcha. boot camp. Gotcha, so I really gotcha. went from high school two months off to the military. Yeah, I so, had some friends that did that, like just went right yeah, into it. I had I mean, some friends in the Air Force, Navy. Yeah. It wasn't even like a year after that shit. It was like literally right after, barely 18. Right. So um, so once I was there, I still was like, I mean, once you join the military too and the, the job I was doing, like it was almost like being like in a mini kind of college years kind of shit you know so like we were people your same age yeah when i was in in, uh my school to learn my job in maryland i mean i met my best friend there dude we're still best friends he lives in chicago now but we are it was we ever meet somebody who ends up like just kind of always like somehow some weird way reconnecting with you yeah that shit happened with me and him we're like so we met in uh we were like two months apart in boot camp he was like a month ahead of me basically so we were in boot camp together, but we didn't ever see each other because we were in different platoons. We didn't know each other existed. Okay. Then we went to our school, happened to have the same job, so we went to the same schoolhouse. 
in Maryland, which is basically an indoor dorm. And so that's mm-hmm. what it ended up being like a fucking like college experience there. Mm-hmm. I was there for like six, seven months, so we would just fuck around. We'd go to school, our job school in the morning, and it was real uh, like a dorm. The second floor was girls, the first floor was men and shit. So like there was all this fucking shenanigans going on and shit. <laughs> uh, we had a blow-up doll in the fucking ah. hallways and kick around the fucking... We put it in an inflatable <laughs> one. So, like, we put it with this big, like, like big-ass bathroom mm. and had showers and, for some weird reason, a bathtub that no one used. Except one motherfucker thought it'd be funny, so we took a bubble bath in that shit. We all walked in like... like what the fuck are you doing? It was just, I like, thought it'd be funny. So we'd put the fucking doll in, like, the showers. So we tried the goal was to surprise people with this gross-ass shitty doll. Oh, my god! But so it was, like, shenanigans with go down there and shit and so we made friends there and then I uh, left and he was mm-hmm. still there and then I he ended up getting stationed at my duty station of all the fucking places in my shop so we were there oh, too geez, like working so, each other so we were yeah. working and then became roommates in that we were roommates at the schoolhouse became Damn. roommates there so I'll tell the whole time okay. right then I left for a while we actually he went to Afghanistan twice mm. and I went to my deployment at a Pendleton so there was like a, almost gotcha, two gotcha. years where we didn't see each other almost uh-huh. at all but, but then he stayed in California and we stayed friends so I mean like weird coincidental shit kind of brings you right. people and right. it's a trip man yeah so so you say you're sm- you smoking oh, but yeah. the drugs though yeah, yeah. so so you stopped I, so I stopped yeah. right but then I really was still in that zone of wanting to and, and once I got stationed in California I would still hang out with some of my old friends from around here uh, on weekends yeah, and shit. they would be smoking, right? Right, so I wasn't smoking yeah. weed, though, because the drug testing was big, right, so I couldn't smoke weed. Right, so Weed is, the, like, the thing that stays in your system the longest. The longest. It's the most mild yeah, I know, shit, it's so too. It was so dumb. Like, so dumb. So, so, so dumb. of course, yeah. my next option. So I had kind of started dabbling <laughs> with some other shit, right, towards the end. Yeah, okay, was, okay. My friend had got me some acid and shit. Okay, so hit, I was hit that up, Lucy. I was hitting up with that Lucy Goosey. in the beginning, okay? That Lucy Goosey. Yeah, right, I got used to it, and it was actually a lot of fun and I enjoyed it and I and I was like fuck it you know like I wouldn't do crazy amounts of it right but it really at first I was definitely scared I kind of wanted I kind of I've never done a crazy amount of it and I kind of want to do a crazy uh, amount I don't of know it. if I, I, I kind of want to go to and see like enter the void oh, type God, shit I could like, never do it now yeah. I couldn't even do a little bit now but I was getting to the point where okay so that weekend yeah. so I we started doing it and then I would join the military and I got back to California and I started doing it on the weekends mm. every so often doing shrooms and shit stuff that couldn't be tested for wouldn't right. come up right so I started had like a it takes you out for like 12 hours I had like a year long period so when my buddy that guy I was telling you about mm-hmm. so I had kind of already been in California for a while by the time he got out there and so I was kind of in contact with old friends I would talk to him on the phone and stuff and tell him how it was out in the normal military you know gotcha, and he gotcha, was gotcha. like yeah I'm coming out there so me and a friend from back home this dropout stoner motherfucker like <laughs> don't know why I haven't seen him in years too but anyway He's like, we're talking, we should do something fun for my buddy. He's really cool. You should get to know him. Gotcha, so we decide gotcha. we're going to go to the Grand Canyon. And this guy used to be a big stoner too, but same situation as me. He was like, yeah, well, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, so yeah. I called my friend up. I'm like, when you get out here, he's from Illinois. Uh-huh. He, he's, within two days, we took him to the Grand Canyon to do acid out there. Oh my goodness. That's so a, that was like a up, crazy experience. So I dude. called this motherfucker up. Shit. I'm like, hey man, when you come out here? He's like, Friday next week. I'm like, all right, Saturday we're going to the Grand Canyon. He was like, what? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> to do what? To do acid. He's like, 
That's a legit friend when you're just like, that's what it was. I'm down. Like, that's what I'm like, saying. Fuck it, this guy is awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so we end up going. We drive there. It's like a nine-hour drive. It's me, him, and two of my friends from back in high school. Okay. We drive all the way down to the Grand Canyon. We don't plan for shit. <laughs> you just like, go you ever, figure I'll, it out. I, I was thinking too. I'm like, I was in the military. Like, I should have thought a little bit. Right? <laughs> no. Nah, I went out there. We drove to the Grand Canyon. We had a we had tents and we had sleeping bags. We didn't think to bring, you know, food, water, firewood, <laughs> fucking Pillows. jackets, uh, cold weather clothing, because it was oh, chilly yeah, it out there. It gets cold at night. I didn't think about shit. It gets I thought it was like so the cold at so, night. The so we get out there. I'm wearing fucking, this is 2009, so I'm wearing skinny jeans and a fucking... <laughs> Preface it. <laughs> right? Because you got to know I'm not like rocking fucking You got to give the era of skinny jeans. Exactly. Because skinny jeans now is a different jeans. skinny jeans of 2009. 2009 skinny. fucking skinny jeans. And then 1988, 1988 skinny jeans is a different skinny jeans. Exactly. <laughs> you know I have a fucking hot topic skinny jeans. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Right? That's the hot topic. Like, you, you got your, legs. your hair parted to the side. That's what you, got, you got you got like spikies. So, that's what I'm exactly, talking about. Exactly. <laughs> like spiky bracelets. You got exactly. the con- the band tees. I was shit. looking like the poster boy for uh, fucking hot topic. No, I actually didn't, I couldn't because I had my hair all cropped up. I oh, yeah, the military for, for, for the military. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but I had yeah, my yeah. fitted fucking hat on. Okay. Fucking, anyway, so yeah. um, so we get out there. I'm wearing skinny jeans and a fucking t-shirt. And I brought, like, a windbreaker with me. Oh, and no. this shit was so cold up there, dog. So we get up there. Oh, my God. And we're like, luckily, there's a fucking store nearby. And so we end up buying, like, some firewood and Skittles and some fucking <laughs> bottles of water. Like, we didn't have shit, dude. So Skittles. So we end up dropping acid out there. Oh, um, like, no no stomach or anything? Nothing, like- <laughs> dude. We had, like, some Gatorades and some waters we bought from some ghetto-ass, like, market nearby. <laughs> we had, we're at our campsite. And then it starts getting dark, right? So it's getting cold as fuck. So it's still high out of our fucking minds. We're walking down this trail, pitch black with flashlights. Thank God we brought those. Jesus, can you imagine? Walking <laughs> down this fucking crazy pathway that it's hilarious enough. So I'll tell you, at the end of the story, it makes sense. We're walking this pathway to the an area where you kind of overlook the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And we get there and it's dark though. So we keep going back and forth because we're so fucked up. We want to go see the stars and shit. It looked really fucking cool, by the way. Right? It looked really cool. <laughs> kaleidoscoping fucking stars and shit it was, it was badass see I haven't gotten that high off of acid where I'm like really okay. looking at visuals so like I that. took like yeah. three tabs I've only taken a tab and a half yeah. most we went hard on this one <laughs> we bought two for everybody yeah. and two of my friends decided they only wanted to do one so we had two extras so I took uh, no it was something weird some weird number issue where I ended up taking three and my dude uh, who from high school ended up taking fucking four. Oh shit, that's a lot, dude. Uh, or yeah, some crit four or five or some realm. shit. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was fucked up. So realm. we're walking up and down this path, and we sit there for a while, and we get back, go back to the campsite, and we're walking back and forth. And on the way back, one time it was pitch black, dude, like pitch pitch black. I don't know how the fuck we were able to navigate that. Damn. But we're walking around, and I'm getting kind of nervous, dude. Like I'm getting kind of anxiety a little bit because I'm really fucked up and it's dark, and it's creepy, and it's right. Like, it's like a weird little like trail through these woods, and I'm like looking at my friend. I'm like, yo, dude, I'm just kind of freaking out a little bit, man. Like I don't feel so good, you know. And he was like, dude, you just gotta chill out, man. I've been seeing people in the trees for the past <laughs> two hours. I was like, what the fuck? He was calm as a fucking cucumber, dude. He didn't give a fuck. It's like, he's no like, problem, man. He's like, I've been seeing people in the trees for the past two hours. Like, it was nothing, right? And I'm like, fuck, dude. So I'm like, that makes me feel better, I guess. He's That's chilling, obviously. Funny. So anyway, we, we, we're walking. And this is this is not like I make this shit up. You can ask anybody in the who I'm on this trip. He's like, it's not like I made listen this shit Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. I can't have made this up. So we're walking. <laughs> And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're like kind of lollygagging. We have our iPods 
and we have like we're sharing fucking earbuds and shit like walking the dark little flashing lights and all of a sudden we hear like hey guys and we're like what the fuck was that right this fucking Native American guy walks out of the fucking woods yo <laughs> he walks out of, I know he's Native American cause he had fucking long hair you look at the, like, the stereotypical yeah. like, brown skin like, long hair like king of the hills fucking <laughs> king you know, of the hill yeah that's what you know okay. what I'm talking about he didn't have, like, <laughs> the, he didn't have the vest on like, yeah shit, I was about to say he's got no, the no, fucking no. but he was you could tell he was, he was Native right and he yeah. was like what's up guys what's going on and we're like whoa first of all what the fuck is this guy you know like we're kind of on guard yeah. I don't know where he came out so oh. like, what's up dude and he's like uh, hey have you guys seen my brother and we're like no, who's your brother? He's like, oh, I'm just looking for my brother. Um, he had this bottle of fucking Jack with him. And he's Typical. like, I'm looking for <laughs> my Native brother. American I don't want to sound stereotypical, but that's exactly what happened. Oh, and so we're like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. We don't know. We're pretty fucked up, too. And he's like, oh, all right, okay. Um, you guys want a shot? And we're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> like, I'm good. And he was just like, okay, cool, cool. All right, see you guys. And he just fucking walked away. He just disappeared then, from like, your life? No, yeah, he just like walked down the path a different way. And so we were like walking and then like we're all still fucked up on acid. We're like, that, that guy was real, right? Like we're all like debating this shit. And then we were like, that guy could have totally killed us right now if he wanted to. Anyway, so we get back and now it's getting really fucking cold. And we have no clothes that would prepare us for this cold. Oh, man. So we're in my car with the fucking heat on. And we're sitting in my car just running my car with heat on. Oh, no. And I'm just like, shit, we, guys, we can't keep doing this because the gas was getting lower and lower. So I'm like, all right, so we turn the car off and we find this bathroom. Mm. It had an open door. And it had these heating fucking, like, uh, oh, panels on yeah. the inside of it. Yeah. So we're sitting inside this bathroom at the campsite and fucking in this area. High up ass on acid at, like, 2 in the morning. Smoking fucking cigarettes inside the fucking bathroom right? oh so man. we're fucking hot boxing this we're hot boxing <laughs> hot boxing's bathroom man. two in the morning fucking smoking uh what are those, those native american cigarettes the fucking uh they're like a certain kind of like organic cigarettes piece of shit anyway gotcha, gotcha so gotcha. uh we're there and like dude, our water bottles are freezing over like it was oh, fucking bad man that cold it was that cold dude Damn. and i didn't even think to look look ahead like an idiot you know what time of the year i don't remember exactly honestly but it was cold I, that's why i was probably a, a time of the year that i wouldn't think it'd get that cold but i really didn't do any research we just kind of got acid and left mm. and uh anyway so then finally dude like we're then at one point we fucking started roasting fucking skittles on the fucking fire wow <laughs> we started some high shit skittles, some high ass yeah, ideas oh, so man. we're roasting skittles didn't taste very good obviously <laughs> So anyway, it's like fuck it, let's figure this out. <laughs> so my friend can't do it in the tent, so he goes into this fucking car. He, he ends up being in the sleeping bag in the car. Yeah. In the morning, I wake up and I look in the car, and he's curled up at the bottom of the back seat on the floor in the sleeping bag like a ball, dude. <laughs> I did once I got into my sleeping bag. It was like a military sleeping bag. Yeah. This shit, I, I was so insulated cold. and everything. We were staying up to stay warm. I finally got inside of it. I'm like, damn, this is so much fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are we doing out there? Yeah. It's like I had the little hoodie on and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm done now. I'm going to bed. It was fucking crazy. That trip was insane, dude. It was like a 12-hour drive or 9-hour drive or some shit. It's long to get out there, man. It's fucking far, it's, dude. It takes a, it takes a while, yeah. dude. Yeah, so the acid should happen quite a bit for a while. So man. you just went up there, took the acid, had that adventure, and then just drove back? Pretty yep, much? pretty much. Because wow. we had only a certain amount of days. You know, it's Saturday and Sunday, so we couldn't take an extra day off. My Got buddy it. hadn't even checked into the fucking unit barely. Like, he, he had to still do all his shit and, like... 
it was coming down off of acid and yeah, shit like that. and then he he'd never been to California except for boot camp. So he immediately drove him to Arizona. Like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's not, he's like, like, like there isn't a million places in California you could drop acid dead too. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. we wanted to do it somewhere. Okay, we're talking about how it came up was me and my friend were sitting there smoking a cigarette, drinking a Red Bull, my friend from high school, yeah. and I had just got off the phone with my other friend, and, and I was like, you know what would be cool to do? And he was like, what? I'm like, I don't know, like, drop acid like on Mount Everest. Like, Wouldn't that be dope? And we were like, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, like we're talking about how that cool that'd be. Yeah. And then we were like... We could do something like that, but like realistic. Like obviously, we're not going to fucking Mount Everest. Right. So what would be equivalent to that? <laughs> like but much Canyon. less crazy. So yeah. Grand Canyon came up, and that okay. was like we're doing it. Got so it. That's got the story it. of the Grand Canyon for your ass right there. Damn, dude. It was a fucking journey, dude. It was weird. Shit. It was man. fun though. It actually was a lot of fun. That bathroom, dude. We came out of there. It smelled <laughs> like fucking like a Las Vegas casino. Oh there, my dude. god! It was like a freaking oh, dude. Uh, smoke poured out of it. Must have been like a speakeasy from the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a freaking waitress getting lung but cancer like the, on site. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, honey? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you gotta have a regular. <laughs> you want the normal? One of the inspectors I had from fucking New England. Uh, yeah. I talked to him at work. I was I called this guy and the poor guy. He sounded like <laughs> he sounded like he had smoked like a thousand packs of cigarettes. What's his first name? Oh my god, I can't think. If of you it. can't remember, it's fine. I can't think of it. It's probably, fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. Dude, I don't want to blast him yeah, off. Yeah, he's like, not even. He hasn't worked for us ever. But poor guy. Oh, okay. And then he didn't understand my name when I said it on the voicemail. So he was trying to say it, so he called me back. All I hear is I got a voicemail. Though. I was I was laughing. Oh, I had to close shit. my door. This fool called me. He's like, he's like. Hey, hello, Asmundus. <laughs> yeah, I remember you said that. I told you that? Yeah, you're like, I, I was dying, dude. <laughs> the, the, and the voice, too, dude, it was just like, oh, Hey, how you doing, Asmundus? I was like, what the fuck is Asmundus? That sounds like the, a destroyer god or something. <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of... It's a new Marvel character. I know. Marvel well, villain. Asmundus, <laughs> the, mad, the, the mighty, dude. He's <laughs> gonna come out and Dr. Marvel, could oh, yeah. That shit was funny as fuck. Fuck, I was this. I was dying. Oh shit, that's a good I one. I was fucking dying. Dude. That's a good one. I, I mean, I get the normal run of the mill Maria's all the time Maria's. and shit. It's via email. It's always via email usually. Yeah, the fuck. I get replies. Hey, like, hello Maria, dear Maria, and Did shit you like that. Read Maria. They don't, man. That's a lot of them stupid. don't. A lot of them funny. don't. And then, uh, or I'll get a. Uh, Sometimes I've gotten like Mark randomly because <laughs> I was, I was like on the on the recording. I was just like, oh, this is Mario Cabello, and I get just like, oh, hi Mark. Like it's, I guess it's kind of like they just cut it off right there after the Mar, like you know what I mean? Yeah, that's weird. They though. just kind of if your name is spelled my, my, Mario's not a hard name to say either. Like, my name's kind of fucking Italian. Yeah, like Mario. <laughs> my like, name's pretty fucking Italian too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird though? Think about that. There's only three people on the earth named Mario's: Hispanic. Yeah. Italian and for some insane reason Japanese people. How <laughs> fuck did that come? But how the fuck are there? There's really are Japanese Mario's. Is it because of the game? I don't know, like man. A, is that like a name that exists there? There's like Mario Yamasaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fuck is this guy's name Mario for? It's a very, it's got a southern Italian name. It's so there are a lot of Mexicans away. that are Mario though. That's so true though. You know what's interesting too? The yeah. Mexican names that are kind of Russian sounding like Victor. And yeah, Ivan, there's Ivan. a. A lot of Cubans have names like that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's like Gregor. There's a dude named Gregor. Oh, it's like, shit. like, like who? The, like, I, I knew yeah. a lot of Ivans growing up too. Like mm. Ivan and um, Ivan the Terrible, Victor and shit. <laughs> but that's kind of interesting. See, where I grew up, like in Stockton, like where I was talking about earlier, it was like a random mix of people. Um, so like 
couple of the ethnic groups that was a lot of were Portuguese and Italians actually. Oh really? Yeah. In Stockton, in Stockton there's like a, a a community like a like they 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 have roots there for like a while for the last hundred years. A lot of them oh, will go back four or five generations. Multiple like Italians you know. and shit. Yes, yeah. yeah. So a lot of them were originally came to the to the Central Valley of Northern California, where mm-hmm. like that whole area where I'm from. That's 209 area code San Joaquin Valley pretty much right, um, right. that whole area is like really heavy on the agriculture um, and it produces a lot of the crops that are like exported in, from, from the US and oh, even cool. like support the rest of the country like a lot of different crops and most people don't really like understand like how many like it's 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 massive probably a shit ton tons it's like some of the most fertile land in the world like that area and having grown up there it was insane uh, like some going to some of like my my family members' houses and aunts and cousins and stuff. Each of us would have like a different f- type of fruit tree or something like that. And we would like oh, barter with each other shit, and stuff like cool. that. So it was it was crazy. Like, like a, a lot of stuff was like really easy to grow. So it's like uh, it's it's really it's really good for agriculture and stuff. So traditionally, a lot of them came like in the early like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds and stuff like that, uh-huh. and established roots in that area. So there's a lot of Italians and Portuguese. Generations keep going. There's more Mexican, uh, more black folks from like the Bay Area that have like commuted out out from there, or right. people from like the South who come to California and stuff like that uh-huh. throughout the the decades. Um, and then there's been a lot of like pot then pretty much. Huh? Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. There's a lot of uh, Asian population too. So like the Chinese were in California for a long time too. Yeah. So like there's I've had Chinese they friends. They really got fucked historically. Yeah, Chinese, yeah. Man. I mean Japanese too. Japanese you, you want to fast forward to you know like fifty years, after. fifty sixty years. Like, yeah, I think yeah. The Chinese like laid the whole fucking railroad. Oh yeah, exactly. From one, one end like to the shit. other. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. A lot of them died in that shit. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I I can go into the whole fact of like the only reason. The, re- the first drug laws that were on the books in the United States were against opium, opium dens, yeah. yeah. And part of the reason was not because they they were thinking of the ne- negative effects of opium. They work. no, they were wanted they they associated opium dens with Chinese people, so they thought if they banned opium dens, there wouldn't be Chinese people lollygagging around, and yeah, so there'd be less there'd be uh, less of an impetus from people to want to come to America. Like it's kind of a signal to say that you're not welcome here. Oh, and so a lot of the drug laws are also very race based. Uh, oh yeah, I've heard have, about have that. a lot of like prejudice and stuff like that. Well, so let me ask you on, t- on yeah. that topic then. So I heard so I was I watched this video kind of like we were talking about earlier today. I don't know if we recorded it or not, but um, one of those like videos where they kind of like talk about a subject, little short ones, you know? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was this one kind of video about how calling mar- calling weed marijuana mm-hmm. is like kind of racist in a weird way. And so I, I understand the comment, I, and it kind of ties into what you're saying. I'll take the opposite were, approach, but I know what you mean. Keep going, keep going. Keep going. It was like yeah. a, the, the discussion on it was basically that, like, kind of what you were saying, that marijuana was a term picked up in, like, the 20s to make it sound, like, foreign and, like, associated with, like, mm-hmm. Mexican culture yes. and, like, so that yes. was, like, lower class kind of shit. Definitely mm-hmm. under, and I, I agree, that's probably why it was, right? But, like, a, to me, it was kind of, like, at this point in history... It's really not. Most people don't even know yeah. that. So the connotation right. it's been taken back from that. Like that's not even. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no. I mean, would you be offended by something like that? Mm. Would you get offended by calling it marijuana? Or? No, actually, I I've read a lot of really interesting takes on the opposite perspective that they should continue calling it marijuana. Really. Because to not lose the cultural significance that people placed on it, so to people to understand 
where it came from and the social stigmas that came from it huh. so that they don't repeat that same process with another drug or with like another aspect of society so there's people that want to keep the whole historical context of uh the name marijuana like together because if you if you try to change it then it's almost because like the way it's like project portrayed now like a lot of the people who are in like marijuana businesses and stuff like that are uh like affluent white people and stuff like that now too Uh so it's getting co-opted a lot more so so there's a there's kind of like a cultural clash in in terms of like uh who has a connection to what weed is and stuff like that too nowadays yeah nowadays like current currently so i've read stuff in the last few years that like have kind of taken the opposite approach of that interesting but you're definitely right though um I don't so, personally think that should be an offensive thing, though, myself. Yeah. Like, I I'm not offended. I wouldn't yeah. take that as an offensive thing. At this point in time, it's like... Right. That's not, that's not what we're... No one's calling it... I guess the discussion, too, with, in the video was that, like, um, it's used in, like, official things, too. Right. Which is weird, because it's really kind of a... They don't call it cannabis. They right, right, call it right, marijuana. right, Even, right. like, um, in job testing with marijuana testing and stuff like that, like, they use it. Mm-hmm. And technically... It became the official, like, the Almost unofficial term. official term. Yeah. So, yeah. one sec, sorry, my wife just texted me and I'm let her know. She's like, where are you at? Yeah, yeah, go for it, sorry. go for it. But, uh, I'll just keep saying, though, like, that was one of the things that I actually researched when I was in school. I did a, um, a paper on this whole topic and this whole subject, and one of the, there's this documentary that used to be on Netflix called The House I Live In, uh-huh. and, um, basically, like, a lot of my studies that I did, so, communications, like I was saying before this, the, like, before the podcast, my communication studies major that I had, the, the department was very, like, flexible in terms of, like, what your interests were and stuff like that. So you could take a class that had, like, a certain, like, uh, you know, message or, you know, a certain topic that it's trying to cover and convey. But you can tailor it to whatever your personal interests are and stuff like that, too. So it kind of had, like, a different eclectic kind of group of people. Right. Um, it also had some people that were very lazy and just didn't know what they wanted to do and shit. Yeah, I was kind of like taking the yeah. open yeah. major. Yeah. My cousin did the communications too. For me, exactly. So it's kind of like that. It gets a bad rap, but I can understand why it does. Um, so for me, one of the things I was really interested in at the time was the war on drugs because that originally, the, the interest in that stemmed from the violence that was happening in Mexico and... I had like when I was younger in middle school I had visited a couple times and I had gone all the way down to like where my dad is born I'd visited his village and everything cool. I'd like you know slept in my grandparents house that's still over there and stuff like that and you know visited family members over there and when I went to high school and then like moving forward that's when the, the shit hit the fan and the violence was going insane and incredible oh, yeah, and so like bad. a lot of times I was like why the hell is this like what is the reason behind this and like that's kind of the way my brain works I've always asked like a lot of why questions and stuff sure. and so it always it pushed me towards like just reading and like learning more about like what the cartels did what's the reasoning what's the, the uh, social impact from that what's the history behind it what's the impetus from it what um, actions did America take to influence everybody else and eventually it's like I ended up coming to with like somewhat of a perspective of like what happened and my idea of like the war on drugs and how I feel like it's unjust on like so many different levels and things like that but I researched like and I had to look and, sure. and, and get yeah. like the history behind like a lot of this stuff and so like exactly what you said uh, they associated like uh, cannabis weed with uh, with Mexicans and calling them 
uh, like uh, what is it? Uh, what was the movie? Freaking Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Black jazz musicians too got that rap. So they did it with jazz. Exactly. They did with jazz in general. Yeah, they did it with jazz musicians. They did cocaine with black people also too because there was a lot of stories in the South of the people who were working on like the railroads and they were saying that the black uh, workers were working uh, and were more productive because they were on cocaine and that was like the the they convinced society and people in society to believe that myth and stuff like that so they like well that was one of the ways that they were able to get cocaine laws on the books um, in certain certain counties and certain states and things like that so a lot of the anti-drug laws are also like anti like racial laws and stuff like that based on different communities of uh, of color traditionally in America and as it progresses and as it goes on we get into the 60s we get into the black power uh, Black Panther and the you know black liberation movement we got you know the you know civil rights movement acts and stuff like that Um, there's documents that have been uncovered and have been declassified from Richard Nixon's, uh, you know, term in office of how he amplified the war on drugs as a means and a mechanism to take down the hippie movement yeah, and, and, and the, you know, the black power movement Huge. and everything like that too. There's actually so. a whole thing. Like if you go to the fucking Nixon museum, they have a topic on that actually. The Nixon museum yeah. is actually pretty cool and I fucking don't like Nixon at all. <laughs> but if you go to his museum, like it's in your Belinda, it's close by. Yeah. And it's yeah. got a lot of interesting shit and they, they really do take a pretty... They definitely, um, they don't hide the negative aspects right. of what he did, too. Like, you gotcha. get the whole room on the tapes and stuff. Yeah. They talk about that, too, the, his, the war on drugs. and El- There's a picture of him and Elvis at one point. Yeah, yeah, shit. I've seen the picture before. Yeah, yeah. like, the, like yeah. Elvis was fucking crazy, too, He was on a ton of shit, like, dude. Like, prescription drugs. A lot, yeah, a lot That's of pills. That's what this shit. was. He thought he yeah. wasn't on drugs, either, because of that. So he went high as shit on, like, fucking medical prescribed drugs. To Dude, go offer yeah. himself to be an agent. Did you hear about that shit? No, 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 no. So Elvis got in his head that he wanted to go to Nixon and offer his services on the war on drugs. Oh. To be like a deputized yeah. Like yeah. agent. Nixon was like, yeah, no, thanks for coming. Though. Is that the reason There's why he thing, showed up? That, that picture. I remember the, I know the picture. That's where the picture comes from. It was like an unannounced fucking visit and Nixon kind of took him in because he was like a pretty famous Yeah, dude. he's a celebrity. He's not so, going to say no to him. Yeah, so he took him in and then they talked for a minute and he was like, I want to serve and help uh, fight the war on drugs and let me deputize me. And he was like, no. <laughs> pretty much in a polite way I guess and was like they took a picture yeah, that yeah. dude was fucking nuts there's actually I, uh, there's this book I read not on him but like on weird historical facts yeah. and weird character flaws and shit speaking of kind of like celebrities now he was in the bathroom no he was in a hotel and he would like always have his gun with him he would shoot the fucking TV when he'd get upset with it and I guess one time his wife or girlfriend was in the bathroom oh. and he shot like at the TV because it was something he didn't like some weird fucking weird thing like that sure and the bullet like went right in front of her legs and hit the toilet paper oh my and like God. almost killed her damn uh, then like at one point some dude they were at some events and um Elvis was taking a shit in like a public bathroom yeah and someone in like his posse didn't like know it was him was like hey come on get out of there I gotta use it and he, he shot was, up and he was like yeah he was like I'm in here man get the fuck out of here and he was like no nah, man you've been there for a while who the fuck are you you know and the guy fucking Shot fucking Elvis shoots through the fucking thing oh, shit. and missed the guy. Oh my god! And then he comes out and he's like, "Oh, sorry, man, you can't be banging on that." And he's like, "Sorry about me shooting at you, but like some weird shit like that." I remember the exact details of something like that where basically 
he almost killed this some dude for like he had a bad temper basically and like fucking lose his shit. The only people from the south can like almost kill somebody and be like, oh, I'm sorry, dude, I'm sorry. sorry bro. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, so gay, <laughs> crazy motherfucker. You know he used to fly from uh, where did he go? From from uh, Graceland to where did he go? Palm Springs probably. Yeah. There was no, there was one Chicago I think just to go get his favorite sandwich. Yeah, dude, he was a fucking. That's what uh, happens when you get someone yeah. who comes from fucking nothing, yeah. and you make them have everything. Yeah, like there's <laughs> they don't two know what ways to do with that it, goes, yeah. dude. Either, yeah. either I really believe this. There's two ways that goes. Either they become like like Bill Gates, where they're able to just like let me give back, let me organize things, let me do stuff. Yeah. And there's people like Elvis who are like, I'm gonna buy a thousand cars <laughs> and then I'm gonna fly to Philly for a sandwich. It's right. like what? Like, you have a billion, trillion dollars. What are you doing right somebody, now? Somebody, uh, it was a story. Somebody made his favorite sandwich. It was like, oh, man, what the fuck was it? I gotta look it up. It was like some insane story. It was like on the Food Food Network or some Food food Channel or some shit almost, like that. It makes it's, me upset almost when I hear about this shit sometimes. Oh, my God. Fucking Elvis Presley Oh, it was Elvis's? Oh, the peanut butter and honey? Peanut butter and honey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he went to Denver. That's where he went. He, he would fly to Denver just to get a... a Peanut butter and honey? I think it was. Don't make that shit your house, dude. <laughs> or no, peanut butter and banana. Yeah, midnight sandwich run, uh, run on his private jet. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, come on, load. Damn it. Messy. You need to get a, a Jamie in here, dude. Like fucking I know, Joe right? Rogan. Fucking Joe Rogan. What was look that it thing, up, Jamie? Look it up. I always look it up myself when I do this shit. Fucking, I had another friend of mine that also looking some shit up. He's like, was like, all right, what do we got, Jamie? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, shut the what fuck do up. Want, <laughs> Don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Commentary. Denver. Oh, he, so he would go there for what? That sandwich? The peanut butter and banana? So, the, uh, the, so his friends were, were from Denver. Um, da, 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 let's see. Three men began reminiscing about a particular sandwich on the menu that had left quite the impression on Mr. Presley. So much so the mu- music I saw and decided he had to have one right then and there. <laughs> Just like, there we go. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Elvis's private jet was awaiting to take the hungry friends for a midnight oh jack in Denver. Oh my fucking God. Yeah, dude. He fucking took a fucking hey, man, plane in the middle of the night. That sandwich is pretty good. Let's go get it let's in go, fucking Denver. It's right? Like, what? Dude, that's uh, Can you oh imagine? God, that pisses me off, dude. Because then I think to me, it's like, that's funny. Yes, hilarious story. Then I think to myself, like, that motherfucker's starving to death. <laughs> yeah. Like, this motherfucker is flying to Denver for a sandwich. Why don't you donate the, the fucking 50 grand you spent in fuel to fucking some poor dude who could, you know, yeah. <laughs> buy a house almost probably back then, you know? So what was it? Peanut butter and uh, ham, was it? Peanut butter and banana, I think. Peanut butter it butter. was his deal, like, normally. That might have been a different sandwich. Oh, bacon, too. That's what it is. Oh, it's peanut butter and bacon? Hollowed out loaf filled with an entire jar of peanut butter, one jar of jelly, and a pound of bacon. That's Ooh. a fucking gross sandwich, dog. Oh, my God. That is Look heavy as fuck. Shit. Look at this. He's loving it. Look at that's that. That's what he died from, pretty much. <laughs> he died. Dude, he died in the weirdest way ever. He was, like, yeah. OD'd on drugs, and, like, he was really fat on the toilet. Dude. What a way to go, huh? Yeah, man. That's so crazy. People <laughs> didn't think pills were drugs well back then, man. So, so dude, actually, uh, speaking of drugs, and now we're going to end up talking about Germany and World War II. That's what I was about to say, that everybody was on amphetamines, They were on meth, bro. They were all fucking they, on they, they, amphetamines. That's how they were able to fucking do the Blitzkrieg so good, they said. I was, looking, I was watching a whole documentary on it. Yeah, man. They said they fucking gave these guys so much meth. I they, was gonna bring it up too. That yeah, was so yeah. funny that you, yeah. I mean, you had to know the same thing. Great lines, like, bro. That's how it is. Yeah. And then they were able to take France over purely because of obviously the tactics were new, but like the soldiers could keep up with that shit because they were just messed out of their fucking brain. It's fucking crazy. Can you man. imagine, man? Like so insane. That's insanity. 
Yeah. yeah. Dude, there's a lot of weird shit about World War Two. That was like my. That was my. I was telling you, I was into like politics and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I got when I was like 14 or 15, and a little bit when I was like 13, I started getting really into history and shit mm-hmm. and like World War Two. Because my grandpa was in World War Two, but he was on the Italian side, ah, that's which is a weird twist. Interesting. So yeah, like, yeah, here, yeah. I'll show you a picture of him actually. If you want to check it out, it's actually pretty cool. Take my sister. Rip. Found, um, oh, you want some? No, I'm gonna go be going pretty soon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not very good at stone driving. It's all tea stone. Um, I'm not going so nowhere. my my aunt, I know that's what I. <laughs> if I was home, I'd smoke all that shit. Um, so my aunt had found these old pictures of my grandpa. Like that's one of the big regrets I have in my life is like I would see him. I saw him when I was like 14, and that was the first when I started getting into it. So I did ask him some questions about the war. But before that, I really didn't ask him too much. He had a friend who was about his age um, who died too, or he might still be alive, but he was missing an arm. He lost that shit in North Africa from a grenade. He was fighting the fucking... Okay, every family member... so crazy. Every male family member in my family, direct lineage, I'd say, who was in the military, was always on the wrong side of the military. (laughs) So, like, my dad was in the Six-Day War... Oh shit! On the side of Egypt, Yo. which I'll tell you about later. If you oh want to hear about my that. god, I do want to hear. But, I do uh, want to hear. That's interesting. So, as well. so my grandpa, uh, um, my that grandpa from my dad's side was Egyptian, so like he wasn't really involved in World War Two. Right. But right. my my grandpa from my mom's side was, and um, this is my grandpa from Italy. There's from Italy. There's like several. He was a he was a bombardier door operator in like a bomber plane or something. Oh shit! So like that's him, and you can see on the on the fucking plane. Oh shit. The fucking fascist fucking... That's the fascist symbol. They didn't have the swastika. This one right here? Just a little... It's uh Here, I'll show you. Let's have yeah, a picture of it. So a, yeah. Um, it's hard for me to put it in context, fascist. I guess. Symbol. So, there's... The swastika was like the Nazi Mussolini. symbol. The, the swastika was the Nazi symbol, right? Right. This was the Italian. It comes from uh, ancient Rome. Yeah, This yeah, is okay. the... It's called the fascia. That's where fascism comes from. Uh, in Italian, fascio is like a bundle... And the idea being, you can see that, unfortunately for the listeners, they can't see it, but it's right, like a right, bundle right. of sticks, and it's got yeah. these, like, uh, leather straps tying it all together mm. like an axe handle. Yeah. It was like the Roman legionary, like, symbol of power, basically, God and the idea God. being all the sticks together are strong, you know? Right, right. So that was, that's, on the plane, on the picture, it shows the, the fucking, like, axe, and that shit. That's, that's, that's the, okay. so that's the Italian fascism yeah. symbol. Yeah, yeah. Nazis use the swastika, right? Right, so right. Which, which was a co-opting of the, uh... Sanskrit or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Indian where they, they flipped the, uh, the, the direction of where, like, the... Um, at the end of like the cross pretty much yeah, yeah they flipped it on so that's him next to the plane this is him in uh, it's like 1940 probably 41 wow. so my grandpa's story is cool too though because um, so pretty much all the Italians not much after that I guess. right right all the Italians it was like any war you know like mm-hmm. they just were enlisted and they had to go do it you know as part of the right. he didn't just say no you know yeah So, but he wasn't my grandpa's politics wasn't really Fascist. Everyone was kind of on board with it because the country was kind of going that way. He just had to, right? Um, his grand, his dad was a socialist, and so he didn't like the idea that what was going on there. Right. But right, yeah. I mean, everyone was kind of involved in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he joined. He was pretty cool with it at first. The war was shitty, and things started getting shittier back home. And a lot of the repression and stuff was going on. So in '43, when Italy switched, basically, once Mussolini got overthrown, and the Germans come in and rescue him, right? So Mussolini gets overthrown they put a new government in and they're mm-hmm. like Italy officially with the king of Italy says we're out of the war right right um, Germany is not cool with that at all mm-hmm. and so they go and they rescue Mussolini and reinstate him and so then Italy is technically back in the war but like he's not he's like a puppet government like in the north of Italy the south's already kind of like doing their own thing 
they already were plotting with the Americans to do the invasion through Italy. So, like, it basically, he had a small, some power left, but he was basically a puppet by the end. Got so it, a lot of the it. old soldiers and, and people in the Italian military defected and just joined the partisans and would just do, like... Because they basically, German oh. troops just rolled into Italy and occupied after that. Right, So there right, wasn't, right, right. like, they weren't really allies anymore. They were on paper, but, like, they were being occupied at that point. Got it, got They pulled it, out of the it. war. So a lot of the Italians who were no longer in the military... They left, they deserted, and then they saw these occupiers there too. So at that point, public opinion towards the Germans and towards fascism was all shitty. So there was mm-hmm. people who were still loyal, right? Even today, there's still people who are... His granddaughter is still in politics. Her name. I mean, it's like yeah. having that Hitler in fucking politics in Germany. It's like, that's just crazy to me. That's so insane. So it's like having sh- an Escobar be like a, a mayor. Yeah, like yeah. It's like you don't fucking have that Columbia. shit. So Still involved in like right wing politics there. Not she's not Escobar's super popular. Pop, now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I keep going. But Mussolini not so much. Yeah, right? yeah, right. Or Hitler. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, so he ended up doing the partisans, and so he told me a bit about the end of the war where he would like uh, there's columns like German soldiers and uh, who were getting like basically captured, and like some about a general was in like a short like a little jeep and they tried to like escape and they like shoot him. But like I mean, so like there's some interesting stories from my from my grandpa's whole experience with that because then he went from being a soldier to being like basically living in the hills and like doing fucking raids on german convoys going through and shit wow yeah it's insane so the weird thing about italy though is that they have they still maintain and i'm okay i won't speak for every italian right Right. but older generation italians not all of them but i'd say a lot of them Mm. my mom she wouldn't admit this but like there's a weird kind of like subtle nostalgia about that time in a weird way i've and, heard of like and similar and things. so like my mom wasn't really born that time but there's mm. still this kind of like because fascism too is different than nazism in a lot of ways the racial laws didn't really come into effect until the germans really started influencing mussolini a lot okay because he had, fascism had been in, empowered italy much longer than, than germany had been uh, nazi yeah they modeled a lot of nazism off fascism right but like okay. fascism didn't inherently have any kind of ideology about like purity of race or anything. Right, right. I mean, they were definitely not good, right? But like at all. But um they weren't inherently built that way. So like I mean that in that aspect of it, besides it being a repressive, horrible regime, mm-hmm. like there was still this kind of sense of like restoring Italy to a form of glory and Mussolini was definitely like Same thing Franco did in Spain. Yeah, there's yeah. still like a weird fondness of like the idea of him kind of, I think. Most people, young people, definitely don't feel that way. Yeah. But people from like my mom and my grandpa's older generation, like, mm-hmm. even if they don't like him and they won't support anything he did, they're yeah. still talking. When they talk about it, though, it's like they still. By the way, they still call him the douche. They don't call him fucking <laughs> Mussolini. My mom will still say like il douche. It should be like calling Hitler the Fuhrer, right? Yeah. So like, there's like a weird Ooh, like. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, so. Man. It was interesting. My yeah, my grandpa's story was pretty cool, and so and my dad in the Six Day War. Um, yeah, yes. get into that. Well, yeah. hold on, break so, break this so. down because like I, that was really interesting because I I did not like study and know as much about the Italian participation in, in terms of the, the later half of like the of Ooh, World, yeah. World War Two in terms of like what happened there. So that was really really enlightening. But sure. yeah, get into this. Please. So yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so okay, so my dad was in Egypt. So I'm half Italian, half Egyptian. Mm. So my dad in Egypt, um, he he was born in '43, so middle of the World War Two. I'm um, so he's pretty old. And, um, so he ended up, uh, his life is kind of weird too, a lot of kids, but, so he ends up, um, uh, joining the army by pretty much conscription. Okay. And, um, he's like, okay, this is like in the early 60s, mid 60s, early, before the, before that war happened. Right, right. And Italy, and Ger- actually, um, Egypt has a, 
a really interesting war. If you end up wanting to look into this later, um, it's the war with Yemen. It's okay. called Egypt's Vietnam, and it's actually like studied somewhat in like mm. in like military colleges and stuff. My dad was in that war. Basically, really? he was conscripted. He ends up joining this um, normal soldiers, but they're, they're recruiting for this new kind of special forces type operations in the Egyptian army mm. called Saka, which is like the I guess the Thunderbolts or something. I've done some research into this in my life because it's curious to my dad's gotcha, story. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so they're like the special forces of Egypt. They're not that great now, but the back mm. then they were pretty elite, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so he ends up doing this, and he goes to Yemen because. So my dad grew up in a time where Egypt transitioned from having a uh, king and like under kind of like British control kind of still to the revolution with Nasser, which is this Egyptian president who took over and he nationalized the Suez Canal and he was really about yeah. like, he began Arab nationalism, which mm-hmm. gave rise to like Saddam Hussein and um, Muammar Gaddafi and all these other like right. big figureheads of like the Middle East that kind of brought religion away from it and kings away from it and brought it to like statehood and pull this over here look at the globe globe. right here so i like keeping this thing so yeah so egypt right here this is the present day egypt yeah so the battle with yemen so yemen is over here and actually i was there um let's see where africa uh, you gotta go to like saudi arabia kind of area so that's like over here Saudi Arabia. This is all Saudi Arabia. Oh, right that's here. just shipping me out. The the pink is the fucking ocean. Okay. Yeah, the pink is the ocean. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, not looking yeah. for This is a different right, one. So yeah. Yemen is right there. Oh, here we go. Here's Yemen. Okay. Right across from Djibouti, which I, that was kind of a weird thing with me and my dad. Hmm. We were actually, my have had to go to Yemen, so was, I was like kind of dreading it because he survived that shit. And I was like, what Damn. if I fucking go there and die? <laughs> oh, shit. So we were like talking. Anyway, that's Damn. a different story. So it was like come full circle with your family and shit like that? Oh, my goodness. I didn't end up going it's... there, but yeah. Gotcha. When just I was in the Marine Corps. You just like It was during the. That's a different story, but. So uh, <laughs> Egypt, they go to war with Yemen because they essentially the revolution. It's now a kind of a more socialisty kind of thing going yeah. on there. They nationalize stuff. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia is still a kingdom, and they support the Yemeni government, who is trying to have their own revolution. They have a king, and so they essentially Yemen asks Egypt for help to like revolution. Some some lieutenants in the Yemeni like government try to overthrow. So now there's a civil war basically going on between the mm-hmm. government. King and yeah, like yeah. his military, a certain military aspects. Right. So okay, they call okay. Egypt to help, and Nasser being Nasser, they weren't really prepared for it, but they're like, we have to support these movements. And mm-hmm. Egypt was becoming like the figurehead of the Middle East, and right. Um, okay, so okay. they had to do this, almost like be credible. They actually yeah. had at a certain point, Egypt and Syria um, became one country for a short uh, yeah, period of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some weird shit that happened. I was with reading them. A, reading about like a little blurb about this. Right. Recently. So yeah. Nasser was a pretty big deal back then. Anyway, so my dad goes to uh, Yemen. And essentially, for years, they're fighting this like guerrilla Vietnam War, where essentially, mm. where like they've got loyalists who are fighting against them, and they've got these Bedouins. It's a crazy fucking story. That wow, place. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of war stories he's told me about that. But the, so he goes there, and he gets out, and he comes back. So a lot of Egyptians just getting just like huge death toll of that war, dude. It was bad, gotcha. really bad. Was it the same way as in Vietnam that the the Yemeni people were like mostly? getting killed but at the same time there was so much of them and the, and I like don't know the, what the death toll the Yemenis I'll be honest with you but I yeah. do know there was like Vietnam level fucking like atrocities going on yeah, on both yeah. sides Cause, okay cause like I know in Vietnam the numbers like they would always bring them home and say like oh we're always killing more of them than they're killing us so but we're winning but it never it, yeah. ne- it would never end because the the will and the might of like the freaking the Vietnam Pretty people much. Uh, Vietnamese people it's like it kind of was like uh, you know hard to defeat that and it, and it was also their home territory and they they were able to play like those guerrilla warfare well, when like, you can, type of tactics. It's like what happened. It's, it's like what happened exactly in Afghanistan to us yeah. in Iraq. 
you can you can defeat the conventional army, right? But that's not how mm-hmm. wars are fought anymore. No, right. there's no like I take your flag, you know. It's like right. I'm just gonna hide in a bush and shoot you tomorrow, and then you're gonna kill fifty of my people or ten or twelve here. But then like yeah. new kids will come up. They'll come out. They'll blow up. Right. It's not about winning. It's, it's about it's about just thing. annoying you enough. It's about c- consuming manpower, time, people, energy, money yeah. to the point where it becomes not. We could have stayed in Vietnam forever, dude. Look at Korea. Really, We've though. been there forever. Yeah. It just why why at this point the war wasn't moving anywhere. People were dying. Mm-hmm. So same thing gonna happen there. There wasn't the home mm-hmm. willpower. It wasn't like a war for uh, for Egypt. They, they lost some momentum, right? Yeah, lose momentum. Yeah. Egypt, same thing happened to them. They fight in this war for someone else. They don't even... The people back in Egypt aren't, like, that stoked about it anymore. Anyway, from what I understand of it, it essentially ends up becoming a draw and, like, nothing really changes. Mm-hmm. So that's how most wars over there go. It's like a bunch of shit happens and then, yeah. like, eh, we make peace, you know? Right. So he comes back from that and he's all, um, you know, he's going to get used to being home. He's working in a factory or whatever. And then, a couple of years later, the Six-Day War comes, and they call all the people back up for these reserves. He was in the reserves at that point. Mm-hmm. So he gets called up, and he was saying that he went there, like, three times, and the last time, they fucking, um, they picked him out. Oh, there's some other shit about him that I, it was pretty cool. I'm tangent real quick. This Go is, for it. Go this for is a cool it. one. So in Yemen, he'd been there for a while, and he rotated back home mm-hmm. for a bit, and he had made some connections. In Egypt, being religious is, like, is your kind of connection to people. Right. So he had met a Christian, like, really high-up guy, and his dad kind of knew this officer somehow. Christians in the Middle East, I know, like, regardless of, right. like, what nationality, like, they have, a, like, a connection. I have, have, I have friends that are Syrian that are Christian, yeah. and they've explained it to me a little There's bit. There's, like, a yeah. connection with that, so they'll help yeah. each other out and stuff, you know, especially with majority Muslims. Syrians country. in Stockton, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're everywhere, man. Dude, I have so many, like, random... Some of my friends are Nigerian, uh, fucking Pakistani, like... Filipino, like just ran, it's random. There's some fuck. crazy shit. It's up, random man. as fuck. Yeah, anyway, anyway, continue, continue though. So he kind of like sick of <laughs> Yemen was bad, so he's like, I'm yeah. really rather not go back there, and it was getting towards yeah. the end anyway. So my dad's, da- my grandpa worked out with his friend. He kind of knew this guy. So he got my dad basically a job at this hospital, this major military hospital. He he was a special forces thing, but they kind of like put him in there um, as like not that as like a cook or whatever. You know, just, gotcha. they hooked gotcha. it up gotcha. so he looked like on paper like he was a cook. Gotcha, so gotcha. he went to this hospital. He's working there for long, for like a six, seven months, and um, I guess this really high-level um, Yemeni general gets taken there, huh. who was captured. It was really incognito shit, and um, he defected from that from the Yemen, and they were like kind of buttering him up, right? Oh, and he was okay. injured or whatever. Gotcha. So this guy was so paranoid about his food, he, he ended up like making my my dad this guy's orderly. So he'd come in, like help him, and like give him food and stuff like that. Um, tell him what the chef was cooking and stuff. So this guy would always be like, oh, look at all this food I have. You sure you don't want any? And he'd be like, no, I mean, I'm good. He's like, no, I insist. You know, it's a pretty important guy, and so he didn't want to say no. But he started noticing every time he'd go there, this guy would offer him some sweets or some food that he had, and yeah. so he'd always eat some. It turns out this fucking guy was worried about being poisoned because he's like, he was had like government secrets. So and he so like, he was getting so letting your daddy like, first. Dad yeah. first, right? Oh my god, like, that's real spicy. So yeah, because he was like saying like, yeah, you know, like have some of like these desserts and stuff that you know you don't see very often, especially he was like a private in the army. Ah, you know, uh, like, sure, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's being nice to me, right? Right. And I guess one night he said this guy was still there. They're gonna transport him, and these like government black limos come in like late at night, and he sees them like coming up this big light parking structure type thing. Right. At the very top, and these big ass guards come out, and fucking Nasser comes in unannounced the guards come in first these big huge dudes um they check him and stuff and he remembers my dad Nasser if you look at pictures of this guy he's a big intimidating man he's a 
big dude. He's a big personality. He's a fucking basically the dictator of Egypt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like he took over by a military coup. Is it N A S S I R or uh, E R? I think E R. Yeah. He's a big dude. Gamal Abdel Gamal Abdel Nasser. Yeah. Right. Big figure, big personality. Um, he was actually instrumental in like eliminating a lot of Muslim extremism in Egypt at the time, and like kind of modernizing a lot of stuff. See, that's what uh, what's his name did too. Um, Saddam. Saddam. Yeah. That's why everything fell apart. And unfortunately, exactly. but the problem yeah. is they it's do it. Fucked up. Yeah. Well, they do it with like horrible repression. Exactly. So. They don't do it the right pull way. Up, uh, images of him. See yeah, if you can see a pull these body up right now. Pick of him. He's a big dude, so my dad, uh, got you, got fucking you. jaw on this motherfucker. Yeah, my god, look at that. He just looks like a yeah, fucking actor. Right from there. A, oh, sorry. He's like a prototypical, like, look at that shit. You can see how big he is compared to this guy. He's a big dude overall, you know? Yeah, man. And there he we, shook his hand. He was telling he shook his hand and he just like felt his fucking grip. And, uh, he just kind of pretty much said, like, oh, good work, soldier, or whatever. Mm. But, like, he ends up, yeah, so then I guess they end up taking this guy and, like, whisking him away that night like super late in the night and like he never saw him again wow but, so he was involved in some weird shit like that but um <laughs> yeah the, yeah he had that like old school actor look right he really did yeah he, he, was, he, a, he was well respected in the world man like he, he actually had it for a time he was well respected and then this then the whole israeli war happened and he ended up he was kind of he ended up becoming more a soviet ally than an american ally but yeah uh, initially I, I find that very interesting man but yeah. so yeah so then i'll make a long story short so my dad ends up um getting called back up uh he goes to the army they drive him out to fucking sinai and they're out there he was in the third line and the israelis end up fucking just crushing them in six days i mean obviously the story is pretty infamous right and i guess they were in the middle of the sinai desert and pretty much by that point the entire army had just been completely disbanded so they're all essentially marching back under fucking like Israeli air fire oh, till man. they get back to Egypt through the desert. And he's got some stories about like they found a dog and they had to kill this thing and eat it. Oh, and, like, I imagine. Um, I there's imagine. a story about like uh, like finding water out there. For, like, uh, there's so much shit he went through to oh, get back there. God. Uh, just basically marching through. I guess the one thing he always told me is one time they had they had a. a they had the crescent moon there, like the Red Cross, mm. and they had this VW kind of bug that was like following. What I don't know exactly what it was. It was part of affiliated with that red crescent, with a you know crescent moon or whatever. Right. And uh, I guess he was a, there was a fucking strafe came down from one of the Israeli jets and was like strafing the ground, and he had d- dived underneath one of these fucking old trucks that were going the, the VW bug that was there. Right. And it, the fucking bullets hit it and it was fucking rumbled it. Oh. But fuck. the fucking plane went down and ahead of them it hit this dude who was running and it caught him he said like it lifted him off the ground oh. he was like I saw this guy lifted up the ground and held for a few seconds while like the bullets were ripping through him and he fucking then he fell like it looked like he was being suspended in air and then he just came back yeah, yeah. oh my god. and it shredded him with big ass anti uh, fucking aircraft bullets oh so then, huge dude. then he was oh saying that they blew up a bunch of fucking trucks and big cannon artillery pieces on the front line cause they just they, it was a fucking shit show damn and I guess he said that he always remembers that when they blew up this cannon that was a bit far off the pieces were like flying in the air and he looked up and like he almost like, you know when like 
confetti falls. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he almost want to like catch it. Like he remembers like looking at it and for a moment feeling like uh, like he wanted to catch it. You but know? then realizing that but it's, it's fucking, fucking shrapnel, shrapnel, shrapnel giant metal, yeah. fucking metal. So like, I mean, those moments where like, I guess he thought about it, but like it, like just saw it happening around him. It didn't almost look unreal, you know. Damn, that's gotta be so, a fucking trip. Yeah. Man. So he marches back through Sinai, gets back finally to um, oh. friendly lions or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they had to like drip feed him water for the next like five days because he can't like drink water right away. Because it'll, like, kill you. Like, the shock of having that much water back in your system. So they had to, like... He was, like, so thirsty. Remember, like, saying, like... He was telling me he was so thirsty, but he couldn't just... They wouldn't let him just drink because, like, it'll fucking blow your stomach out or something. Oh, my God. It that's can, like... Insane. It can hurt you. That is so true. So that's insane. the torture of also, like, having water but getting it dripped slowly to you. Like, you're like, fuck, I just want to drink water. So, oh, my yeah, God. So, for days. Oh, my God. So he, how, how long was it? How, long, how many days did it take him to get back? I don't know the exact time. I'd have to ask him. He'd know. He'd tell me. But I, probably right. a couple days. Three, four days. That they were in the, the middle desert? of the Sinai in Desert. The so they're, like, out desert? here Jesus. on the map. Let's see where's... Uh, so they're, like, out here in Sinai. Mm-hmm. And they got to walk all the way to Suez Canal over here. God damn. So they're, like, they in the middle. All the way across that... Uh, the Israelis were fucking geniuses in that geez. war, though, dude. If you look at the strategies they used, it was impressive. They deflated their tires of their Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they were able to pat... They, they were able to get the jump on the, the Egyptians who had... And, I mean, I don't know how the... You look back, how the fuck the Israelis even won. They were fighting Syria... Um, Egypt and oh, there's one more I'm trying to think not Iraq Jordan Jordan Egypt Syria against Israel alone and they weren't even as big as they are now they had right. there's legends out that they had some help which I definitely believe right from like American jets and there's yeah, a bunch of weird that's what I've heard shit that like happened. The, the American money and like government they definitely like, helped, helped them yeah. out. a lot the, of training for the the Russians kind of helped the, the Egyptians too to be fair so yeah. I mean but um so, like, they blew... They end up, like, bombing the shit out of an Egyptian runway of this major air jet. So the planes couldn't fucking take off. They grounded, like, half or 90% of the Egyptian Air Force. Then they just fucking... Then they came through this one pass by deflating their tires. Um, so they were able to go through this whole area that they, no one thought would be passable. So they just pretty much completely outmaneuvered them and out-tactically them. They just, word. like, just jumped the gun on, jumped the gun on them, <laughs> They just fucking much. crushed them, so. Yeah. So then after that, my dad, pretty much, after Ooh. a year or so, he decided, he's like, fuck this. They were all, they were, some of his family had already moved to Italy, mm. so he just was like, fuck this, and they slowly all kind of went there. And that was, like, in the 60s at that point? That was probably in, like, the early 70s. Early 70s? 70. Probably, he was there in 67, I think, so probably by 70 he had moved. Gotcha, so, yeah. gotcha. So that's a long uh, story of my family's war history. Man, <laughs> no, that's really interesting. Sorry if that's I like over. recent history because, like, my family we don't have that, like, you know, being in combat and history like that at all. Because, like, both sides of my family come from Mexico and stuff like that, and they're never like in the like direct conflict sure. with any country and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. My dad's dad, before he passed away, he was in the military. I remember seeing photos of him, but it was never brought up and it was never discussed, never talked about. American military? No. Uh, or Mexican? Mexican. I want to believe like the pictures are from like the fifties uh, or the sixties, so I'm pretty sure. But by that point, like in the by the sixties, he was uh, working in the U.S. He, my grandpa was a member of the Bracero program, which is a guest worker, a legal guest worker program that the U.S. government sponsored and put on that most people don't realize actually existed, where they would, like, uh, uh, basically give, like, subsidies to uh, uh, farm owners, like landowners, uh, to go and pick workers who would cross the border um, and, like, take them and, like, basically were seasonal workers. Yeah, they so, come over and work. And yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, they would pay them for, like, that much of work. So my 
uh, grandpa uh, got like a government a contract basically to come and pick oh, fruit shit, and shit dude. like that. That's cool. And so uh, he was a me- member of that like uh, uh, that program, and that program was initially started in World War Two actually because of a lot of the, the people labor were, was gone. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. So that was people the thought. People forget about yeah. all that, you know. It's like the ripple part, effects of everything that happens in history. The part so. where like you know Fucking, Mexico's helped us out a shit ton of times. That's yeah. why I hate the recent bullshit going on. I mean, yeah, there's it's really a it's stupid. a long and complicated history between this country and Mexico for sure. So like, like when they totally stole Texas, yeah, completely. There's but yeah. but here's the here's the, the fucking Rangers and shit. Oh, like it's that. fucked, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. fucked. But at the same time, but, I mean, we can go back even to like when the Spaniards came and fucking established the mission. So like true. we could go. But here's yeah. the thing, though, people tend to forget. Yeah. And actually, I gotta get going in there here. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so people tend to forget though. And for sure, it's fucked up. We can't we can't sit here and deny that yeah. doing that to, to another country or tribe or any other peoples right. is cool, right? To go there and just take their land and kill people, right? Yeah. But it, it's definitely not new. You know what I mean? Definitely like, not. People yeah. in Europe have been doing that to each other for a million years. People in the Native Americans here and all over South America and North America were definitely fighting and killing each other, yes. and taking land. So like, to, where my my family fr- it comes from we were one of the main tribes that was actually against the Aztecs we were not fucking with them we were talking about that yeah, on yeah, one yeah, day yeah, yeah. so like that's my point Yo, it's I like, think I, a lot people of, don't realize that no though. but that's the <laughs> thing that's the part of there's so much shitty recent history mm. people forget that like you know like that's humanity right like, Europeans definitely did it a lot more places right yeah. Prob- unfortunately because they just had the technology and the resources and the means they to do that they had the resources right? and the want to do it and the, to, well uh, to be uh, honest with you Replace yeah. the, the Europeans with any other, and the Europeans a broad term. There's so many nations. I mean, that, the right? Chinese definitely did. The Chinese uh, would have done that shit. Too I mean, they, they they definitely went to India and like the other place. They did explore other parts the of the world. Did it? Yeah, I mean, um, the Mongols did it. The Mongols, the, but the, that was a different the, dynasty. The Arabs era, did it. Yeah. Sure, but like yeah, all yeah, over yeah. human history, different. the Arabs and, and look, I'm the, thinking of like sea voyage to like different. Oh, like, so yeah, they yeah, invade yeah. other complete like, new territories. That's that's what I'm thinking. Like places that you're unfamiliar, not necessarily your neighbor. Like taking over your neighbor, I feel is like it's a very easy common thing. Sure. Um, you know what I mean? Like or voyaging somewhere else. Exactly. See, but like, I don't think that they went there with the intent to like. They didn't think anyone was there. I don't think. I think they were early, trying to hit Asia though. Initially, yeah. Initially, initially. And but, then Vasco da Gama went all the way around that bitch, right? Yeah. Or, or Magellan, uh, Magellan, 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 Magellan. Did. He was Magellan. trying to. Vasco da Gama was the one that went all the way down here to the Cape. Of, I think the, Magellan did that shit too. They but, got the Cape he was of Good a, Hope. But, but I think da Gama was the first one though. Initially, and I had seen. I don't remember exactly. You're right. I think you might be right. That there. part of like history in Which, like fifth grade was just or sixth grade was just so interesting to me. I was like, these I motherfuckers actually, came from here, went everywhere. Yeah. I was like, Which, by the damn. way, dude, they came from here and went all the way down fucking here before the yeah. Panama Canal happened. Can you imagine? How long was that fucking? The, shit? I remember reading like in the books, like they were eating rice and like or uh, eating mice and rats every single one they can get, and they were literally eating leather just to survive, and yeah, like, everyone dude. was starving to death, and, and like, they, they, fucking were, finally, they were chewing on wood just. They, to Make the Philippines and get fucking killed by the natives there. Yeah, I can't believe like people actually survived the whole trip. No? Like, I guess some. Yeah, most of them didn't. Most there, of, yeah, there was some them shit did. that happened down uh, down somewhere in South America where like um, they meet some tribe that ends up like pretty much fucking eating half of them or something. Dude, like, yeah. Anyway, the point being is like wars happen all the time, yeah. and um, I'm not trying to defend obviously. That's just kind of human nature. That's though. fucked up it's what human, they did. Human but it, I guess yeah. I'm trying to say the idea that like the natives were here and like, hey, welcome, come they here, we're, we're hippies, like, yeah. we like hang out with the animals, like Pocahontas. Yeah. Like, no, dude, they, not were, how it was. they were definitely like warriors too. You know, they would have probably. 
conquered them. The Aztecs conquered like everybody there. The natives the that were in like, so, like the, the by the former original colonies, they were some of them ruthless man. Look at it, Scalpings and stuff like that. Dude, like they, and, oh uh, I mean, they fought. War. Look at I mean, there's tribes everywhere, and they all fight wars. They all Unfortunately, they all an did. enemy came that was much better armed, yeah. much more advanced technologically. It'd be like. It would be like and, and, and the and the unintended consequence of disease. of diseases. And of germs. course, yeah. Of course, which I don't combination think, of everything. Of course, yeah, yeah. That's a big part of it. So I mean, yeah. that, I guess I just sometimes I feel like the idea is that like, oh, the you know the European the evil Europeans did all this shit, which they definitely did fucked up shit. Yeah. But it's no worse, I would say, than what most human beings have done to each other in different ways, in different times, in different places. You know. Yeah. The Aztecs fucking would eat the hearts of people and like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like they, they conquered all of that area, yep. blood like not peacefully. You know what I mean? Definitely. definitely so you put like a you put like a civilization like the Aztecs and put them in Spain. I'm sure they're doing the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like interesting to think of like how like because it's, it's you can't take them out of the context of you where can't. they exist. So it's like hard to like extrapolate into somewhere else. Definitely, sure. but that's you, just a, I think it just goes flaw. to pack. It's just, it's just a natural human flaw of just human nature and but just kind of yeah, like yeah. the it's human inherent. condition and with everybody. It's inherent, dude. Yeah. I mean, they did it to each other yeah. all over the world, and so unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, I think that the big drawback with humans in general is yeah. you get the technology and then you don't know what to fucking do with it, and then you Use we it to get take technology over too other quickly. And yeah. so, yeah, like, even now, dude, like, our Facebook accounts is a complete tangent and the whole last <laughs> one. But our Facebook, it's a good example. Things yeah. like social media, right? We didn't have enough time to yeah. really understand the implications of this shit. And so, to bring it all back home before I leave, it's fucking James Gunn. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't think about the unintended consequences of your life until things are recorded. No one thought about that shit ten years ago, you know? I will say the one thing about James Gunn that really irks me is that fucking Mike Cernovich guy. Like, fuck that motherfucker, Who's Mark dude. Cernovich? So he's the guy that originally blew up the tweets, and he's this guy. Oh, he was the dude The who, right-wing dude. He's the Pizzagate like, guy. Oh, and my fuck. Exactly. So he's a fucking troll. Literally, the only way he's a fucking relevant is because he fucking married a, a, a rich-ass wife, got a divorce settlement, and is, like, living off of that shit. He's got millions. And so now he's got all the time in the, the world to just be fucking... Where that was totally be fucking a right-wing asshole, like, conspiracy theories, oh like, fucking guy. So he's... Uh, got the pizza gay, and he's been literally since uh, people on the left have been really going adamant against like Trump, like in like the in Hollywood and public and stuff like that. Uh, he's been like on a mission the last couple years to kind of like try to frame somebody that's higher up in terms of like uh, his whole thing is trying to get like the left to like frame them as pedof- pedophiles and stuff right. like that. So um, that was like his shtick and like, his his like angle to like. Uh, try 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 to look at people shit, yeah, yeah. exactly to to try to like skew like the fucking the conversation and all that. So he's been like on a mission and he's there was I was reading an article saying that he like tried a couple other different people and didn't really stick and then he finally like you know struck a goal I guess with James Gunn and then the right wing um, social news like newsfeed there's like a Reddit like uh, uh, fucking uh, thread or whatever it's called the Donald. Um, uh, what, uh, I don't know if you're familiar Some with all right wing fucking like it's everybody who's group. like exactly it's all like yeah. Trump supporters and there's just like an echo chamber in there and then there's also 4chan so I blew up on those both both those platforms and then 4chan used to not be right wing and it did not weird, it did not weird, no. I, I didn't really like know about 4chan as much until I got like I had a friend who was really into it. It's like a yeah. troll fucking like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until like, until about like maybe when I got to college, so it was like 2010. Yeah. To like yeah. I heard about it early on because my friend was like into weird fucking online like shit like that. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, but here's the my main point on that though is this: 
for sure fucked up that guy did that and people will do that kind of shit now they'll dig anything they can up on you right but you know what though fuck those big companies dude yeah. like stand up for yourself a little bit guys yeah like can we have to get to the point where anything that happens ever has to be responded to by firing somebody and here's the thing too fire people for stupid shit they said 15 years ago it's like come on right man. and here's the thing too yeah, there's a limit to that right but like when it on. came out this is actually not the, the like news like this came out a few years ago and he actually apologized for it in like 2014 or 2012 like yeah. uh, before and I don't know why he didn't delete him then, but like regardless, I, he, he like, did delete him. But I think someone took. Oh, someone, someone had him from like from before. Get him before, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, he had apologized from like said, previously. Stupid jokes, though. So, yeah, like, they, they were. They were let me put it this way: if uh, I don't know, if any comedian did huh. that shit on their Facebook, and people, comedians say jokes like that all the time on their right. Things. The only problem is it's affiliated with Disney. But that's, I think, this is the that's part. The thing. I'm really looking. Disney. It ties into, and we were joking about not talking about this, but the Me Too movement. Yeah. It ties into <laughs> Me Too. Yeah. Because here's yeah. what the Me Too thing is this. I'm one million percent supportive, personally. Right. Of any woman or man or anybody who's been assaulted, who's been right. hurt or pushed in a way to do anything uncomfortable. Like, that shit is not cool. And there's an issue. Right. And that shit does happen. I'm glad they're bringing attention to it, right? The problem is this, is that... In that, and socially, this is kind of where we're going now, uh-huh. is a, is like a witch-like hunt society. Yeah. And um, anyone's fair game. And any there's things that are serious. There's not a due process either. There's not a due process. Yeah. There's hearsay a lot of times. And if they catch somebody and, and get them, great. But I don't like the idea of someone being like, oh, you did that. And then before and then, any investigations can happen, right? like, I'm okay, believe that person, right? But then investigate. So maybe you can believe it, but don't go out there and start now besmirching somebody who there's no evidence against him. Yeah. There's hearsay. People want to jump the gun. They do. And so yeah. immediately, and what happens first thing? You're fired. Well, dude, nothing even, what if that person's lying, man or woman? What if that person right. lied or what if anything, now, 90% of the time, they're probably not, right? But right. there's always a percent where they are. And that does happen, right? Right, right, right. So you have to think, it's like legally, you have to think on the There's pr- always the that one person. motherfucker that fucks it up for everybody else. There's a dude right. who I heard about um, who went to prison for four years because a woman in, uh, they were in New York, yeah. him and her and her friends were partying. They went and got good on her for this, I'll tell you how it ends. They go out partying, they, uh, they meet these guys. Um, one of they're kind of getting friendly with them. The guy jokingly sits in the car with her, uh-huh. and they start flirting a little bit. And so the girls all decide to go to this club, and one of them decides to go with this guy, right? Okay. And his friends in this van. So they're driving around or whatever, having their partying, going to a different party. They get lost or whatever, and she's just like, "Look, I'm not. I want to go back to my friends." So they take her back, and her and her friend get in an argument. Like, "Where the fuck did you go? Why'd you go with those guys?" She gets pissed off that this her best friends like mad at her, so she says this guy raped her. And that's why she was gone. She didn't say anything, right? So, go to court. They call the cops. Court happens. This guy goes to the court system. He denies it. Obviously, he's like, whatever. I didn't do it. He thinks confident. There's no evidence I did anything. She had, like, a bite mark on her shoulder, though. And so, um, they end up, like, long story short, they end up convicting this guy. And he's like, what the fuck? So, he goes to jail for, like, years. He has a five-year sentence. And after about two years, this of the, uh, he has a... A lawyer goes and is like the bite mark didn't have saliva from her from him, oh, so it couldn't geez. have been him. Wow. But they still keep him in jail, even though the, the evidence is kind of shaky now. Um, and then finally, after a couple of years, she decides she gets this big religious reawakening. She's going to church. She feels really guilty about it, and so she goes and confesses that she made it up to, because she didn't want to get in a fight with her friend. The bite mark was from her friend when they had a fight out over what happened. And this guy's been in jail for like two and a half years, three years now almost. 
the court system still won't let this guy go. The prosecutors are thinking that he's intimidating her somehow to come back and retract it. So even though she's on a campaign now to try and get him out, yeah. they still are like fighting against it. That's it crazy. takes another year for him to get out. So he ends up serving like three years, three and a half years. Yeah, man. And she gets two years in jail, though. Finally. Wow. Thankfully, wow. at least something. But that shit happens, right? And so you do that to someone like a major celebrity or even a, anyone with a business. Like, right. you're a rapist. No evidence. Well, that's life ending, you know? It's true, man. I met so. a man in college who was wrongly convicted for a murder and was fucking going to be there for life and got off. Because DNA or something, DNA evidence, and it, they also I think the witnesses recanted their statements and stuff like shit, that. Dude. Some heavy shit, and like thank God though, dude, huh. it was fucking in- intense, and like he got written up in the LA Times and a bunch of papers and stuff Did like that. Did he get that. some kind of compensation for it? Like, oh like, yeah, he got a lot of money. Got, how long was he there for? Oh, fucking years and years. Years. So he went in when he was young. He had just had a child, and he was like eighteen oh, years I old. Oh, I heard about this guy. Yeah, it's like Frankie. There's someone like this, yeah. and very similar story. Yeah, he was like very young. Black guy or is he white guy? Uh, Mexican dude, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I randomly was in a Chicano studies class, and he was this older dude, right? And like, I didn't think nothing of him, but he had always had like a you know like a pretty upbeat personality and stuff like that. And he had like these uh, glasses, and he was always you know really excited to be there. And so I was like, all right, cool. It's just a you know it's like a different type of dude, and he was pretty fit and stuff like that too so um it's getting swollen the prison yard, yeah bro. <laughs> exactly that's all you got to do right uh so i didn't put two and two together or nothing so randomly i saw like, i looked on because i had went to coachella that year and i had like one of the little bracelets on yeah, and, yeah. and people rock them for maybe like a couple weeks or people are really dedicated months or maybe even all the way till the next year yeah. it's nasty it gets nasty yeah I don't, I don't do that shit i cut it off maybe after the next week or two mm. so uh, I still had it on, and I saw an, he had one on too. So I was like, "Oh shoot, you went to Coachella!" So I was just talking to him randomly and stuff like that. I just didn't think nothing of it, and that's like the only conversation I ever had with him. Another friend of mine was like talking about like, "Oh man, like there's this guy, and like I feel really bad about like I don't want to be his friend, and like, uh, but he's got a crazy story." And I was like, "Well, for real?" And she explained to me, and I was like, it was all, "And she's describing him," yeah, and I was shit. like, "Oh shit!" And she basically told me the whole his whole story. Uh, and I like I would see him around campus every so often and stuff like that because he took classes for like a year or two. Yeah, if if like uh, like I had seen him around and didn't think nothing of it, but I never I didn't see him again afterwards. If I ever saw him in person, I would have been like, dude, oh, shit, I would have no my idea. Wife's calling me. That's yeah, <laughs> all good. Yeah, hold on, sorry. Uh, I'll answer it back. Let's uh, wrap this up actually because I gotta answer this phone call. Yeah, yeah go for it. Go for it. Go right. for it. We can do. Let's do a pause if you want to take wanna pause? it. Yeah. And we're back. Um, All right. Yeah, it was like just I guess I'll kind of wrap it up. Exactly what you're saying though, but it's it's crazy. Don't jump the gun. Don't be quick to assume. There's the Duke lacrosse team. I was gonna say is one example mm. of like a good one where all of them were were, were like accused of rape and oh, yeah. they wrote them up as if they How were. How many were yeah. actually doing that though for Duke? Was um, that like everybody was actually did, did some of them actually do something or was it all complete BS? I think it ended up being all fabricated or oh, most really? of it or oh, most shit. of it at least um, from what I remember. But like all the media trashed them like go so crazy. So that's one example um, I would say uh, to is like just don't don't be Morgan Freeman. They tried to give his ass too. Yeah. He was kind of a creep though. Turned out, but yeah. again, that's again right rumors of someone being a creep is uh-huh. not enough to make like to fire them you know what I mean the other thing yeah exactly exactly the other thing that I was gonna say too is uh the goalposts have definitely moved I want to say for like what is acceptable and stuff like that maybe for the better but I feel like sometimes it can be a little bit take like a little bit too much like if I don't know if you know the Aziz Ansari like situation yeah that guy too 
Like, dude, the NPR he, it, guy. it sounded like a very just bad date. The NPR guy's really bad. That That's was a sad, dude. bad one. She admitted, like, anything. yeah, she admitted it was like consensual, like it was consensual Who, sex, the, right? With um, the the woman said, like, the like, NPR guy didn't even have sex with her, dude. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, the no, NPR it was, guy it was put his arm on her. That's what it was. That's what and it was. It, like, like accidentally slipped into the back of her shirt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it felt like he was t- touching her inappropriately, like, yeah, like I mean, that. And they and she she agreed that like he like she accepted his apology or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that shit, became, like, you're gonna. That guy, I mean, like, that's sad. He had been in, sh- in that business for, like, 80 years or shit. Yeah. But like, that's the thing. I want people who are criminals to be in trouble. Right? Yeah, I want, like, R. Kelly to, like, get some... Yeah, but fucking R. Kelly want... didn't get shit, Yeah, dude. exactly. I he want... a 14-year-old girl who was, like, a big joke for a long exactly. time. Like, that's fucking I want, gross, I want that dude. to happen. I want, like, yeah, like, Bill Cosby. Cosby. Like, obviously, Weinstein. Like, the, all those, like, demon motherfuckers. But, like... Cosby really fucking disappointed me, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I really, like, that was, like, childhood ruining. Yeah, and it was for a lot of people. It was bad, dude. It was for a lot of people. And it, the thing with him is, like, it was Fat even Albert worse. Fat never the same. Right? Yeah, I'm like... And it was even worse because, like, he put on the persona of being the opposite of that. If that's why, sleazy, yeah. and, like, yeah. uh, I could see it. But with him, it was like, dude, you were, like, America's dad. What the yeah. fuck were you doing, dude? That's so true. Where did this come from? That's what yeah. hurt the most with Cosby. I guess for me, I didn't watch like Family Matters and all those like fucking sure. shows and stuff. Cosby that he, show and the stuff. Cosby Show, and like, yeah, it's all yeah. That I mean, I grew up watching much. the Cosby Show. And it, like, yeah. I was like, "Fuck, dude." So. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, definitely, definitely. Like, I don't. I think the one that, that was tripping me up for a while was just Michael Jackson and like how he like molesting kids and yeah, stuff like which that. Which is very likely to be true, and he yeah. died a fucking hero. Right. Then fucking the NPR guy touches someone's shoulder. Yeah. And it's like he goes, he gets fired and. Yeah, I mean, people yeah. try to. Fr- it's it's kind of a double standard. I don't think we're gonna keep doing this. I think we're yeah. going through a weird phase right now, yeah. and it's it's eventually, it's like stable minds will come back. Right. But right now, it's like a hysteria, dude. Like I think it's just like a massive hysteria yeah. of like shifting societal norms, and in the wake of these shifts, bad things happen. You know. Everyone will get accused. You're talking, by the way, you're talking about a guy like Morgan Freeman. If he's raping someone different, he's being like yeah. inappropriately touching. But old guys from back then, unfortunately, that's just the, the life they grew up in saying nasty jokes and right. dirty old men. Right. Not that that's okay, but right. like, guys, that's just what they were, grew up around. We're, they, he's probably 10,000 times better than he was in the 70s. Yeah. Like, it's just, you, you can't change yeah. these people overnight. Now, if they're doing sexual assaults, and being over the line to a certain degree, yeah, that's different. But like, I mean, there's a line, you know. There's a line between gross and being like I take a, a yeah. monster. You there's, know? A, there, I think there's a definitely a difference between something that's verbal, and something that's physical. Regard, but verbal definitely. I'm not want to like the, diminish it. Sure. Yeah, but I think uh, you know, to certain in certain circumstances, there, I think there's a differentiation that sometimes needs to be made with that, some of that stuff. But For like, sure. but yeah, you're definitely right. It's a there's more power in trying to get people to change their mind and try to convince them in the long run than it is to be combative against them because this is like what's happening in politics and just like in culture a lot of times is you get um you know you get one side that gets all up up in arms about something and then the the next time they're attacking one other side that other side is gonna you know come back and redouble their efforts and gonna like come back at them right and so now it gets like inflamed and then it gets more it gets pushed even farther to the fringes, yeah, and then yeah. and then it gets like heightened, and it's, and then now you got to pick sides, and now you got to choose teams, and then and then it becomes troll, tribalistic. It's troll so. culture, bro, yeah. that's the big thing too. Yeah, that 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 has been a big, that's what big, it is now. big influence. Yeah. My honest 
opinion on what's going on right now is I think that we are um, unfortunately existing in a time yeah. in which nothing's fucking sacred. Yeah. And I don't mean in a religious sense, but there's there used to be a time when like there was a certain respect you gave to other people, mm-hmm. and 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 certain things were were not jokeable and weren't a joke and weren't constantly made light of and bullshitting around and, and, and sarcastic and we're going through a time now where like nothing is sacred and that's why Trump fucking wins you know because uh, you always push that line further and I'm okay I love joking around I like being irreverent and fucking around and stuff yeah. but sometimes it's picking a president isn't a joke sometimes yeah. you know like it's not for the lulls of whatever you want to laugh about online or whatever sometimes you gotta right. take things real issues seriously and that's why there's two two like you're saying, the fringes have come out. You've got yeah. the complete troll culture of Trump, and some of them don't even like this guy. It's just more for the joke of him. They're just doing his, it to get the hysteria. He, they just like the fact yeah. that he stirs the fucking pot, you know? Yeah. That he embodies, and he's tapped into that really well, the embodiment of this, like, fuck it culture of, like, nothing's, I can say whatever I want, and if you don't like it, you're fucking South, sack up. South Park culture, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Sack up. If you don't like it, you know, grow some, some balls about it. But it's like sometimes you shouldn't joke about like certain things or take things as a president lightly. And then there's the opposite spectrum of yeah. like you can't say anything yeah. at all, yeah. and that's the backlash, dude. Yeah. The PC culture is, is terrible too once it gets to the fringe of it. Exactly. Know? And what's crazy, and I think it's one thing that I learned in one of my like uh, history classes back in like high school. One of my one of my teachers taught me it's like. The way the farther you get to the fringes, the more similar it gets from either end. And not in terms of the mentality or like the um, ideology. the ideology of like what is being implemented, but in terms of like the practicality of the day to day of what actually is implemented and yep. stuff like that. If you get uh, it, because it, it's all about controlling and being manipulative in terms of like action and thought and stuff like that on both ends. So if you're gonna dictate the way that people um, are gonna you know try to think and talk and act in certain ways. You know, either one way or the other, it ends up having the same effect over in the long run, and you're gonna get people that yeah. you know are gonna be That's exactly it trapped kind of in, shit. in fascism. It's the state. Yeah. In communism, it's the people, which eventually becomes the state. Becomes the state, which right. is the state. Yeah. In the end result, it's just the same fucking thing. It's, right. It's the it's the loss of individual identity. Yeah. But that's again, that's just we're not. I think I think too we're in a weird cultural spot where. Our generation has never had a World War Two. Right, we, have, we a, haven't never felt there's never, feel those repercussions. There's never been pain dude, yeah. brought down on us. Yes, nine eleven. Yes, uh, the Great the Recession, two thousand eight. That's nothing. I'm talking about generations of people who went through the Great Depression, mm. the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Uh, look even farther. World wars, World War One, yeah. Civil War. Uh, like there's been like tri like, troubles and tribulations for every slavery. generation. <laughs> slavery, slavery, yeah. um, fucking anything, dude. Uh, like, taking it, advantage of international like work or migrant workers. Slavery, migrant like workers. I mean, uh, on, on all ends yeah. of it, you know. Like there's been tro- some kind of trouble, and we've gotten to a point in history, which is a good thing and a bad thing, where there's no. There's yeah. not been a war that everyone, like, even Iraq, right? Like, I right. volunteered to join the military, right? Right. But there wasn't a mass conscription, right? Correct. Where there was a, it was an organized nationwide effort to, like, right. to, to win, right? Right, right. And where you felt part of the country. Now, there's never, there hasn't been a unifying real event. 9-11 mm-hmm. kind of for a short period of time, but no one had to invest into that. There wasn't, yeah. like, the Nazis to kill, you know? Right. And, and so, like, we end up at this point where there's been no real test of our generation. So all we do is yeah. talk about 
nostalgia of fucking Keenan and Kel, or Hey Arnold, or Pokemon. Yeah, like, we're yeah. the only generation who's nostalgic <laughs> about shit like this. Does your dad ever talk about the cartoons he watched when he was a kid? Probably not that much. Maybe once in a while. <laughs> like, trying to think. Yeah, I mean, like, Looney Tunes. Yeah, he'll admit it once it came out. Like, I used to watch Looney Tunes, right? He'd watch, uh, he'd watch, uh, uh, me and him used to watch the, um, uh, Tom and Jerry all the time. Sure, yeah, my yeah, dad yeah, too, yeah, right? I love that. But, like, Scooby-Doo. it was more because you yeah. were a kid. He doesn't sit there and watch fucking Tom and Jerry right now, probably every day. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Morning, no, you know no, what no, I mean? No, yeah, Same yeah, with my yeah. dad. Like, yeah, he was like, oh, Looney Tunes. Oh, when I was a kid, I used to watch that shit. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. But, like, us, it's like, they're getting rid of the Powerpuff Girls? Oh, <laughs> like, people care about this shit still. Toys R Us is going out of business? Yeah, oh my god, the feels. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, my, like your grandpa was, like, in D-Day, and your ass was worried about Toys R Us closing. It's so like, well, why isn't the fucking iPhone dropping yet? It's like, exactly, where's dude. my iOS update? Dude, like, it's disgusting. Yo, we're, our perspective has been so We're petulant like little fuckers, dude. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, we just don't know what suffering is. And you start like, uh, doing fucking road rage and stupid shit like sad, that. It's just like honking at moves like, well, where's no, my fucking order? And like, <laughs> people wouldn't have left the fucking house, Marty. Think about this. People would not have left the oh. fucking house to go to the store in sweatpants. Yeah. Ever. Or a t-shirt or something. People used to fly in suits, bro. That's what I'm saying. And that's, it used to be more expensive, though, sure, too. So right? it used to be more cosmopolitan. Right, right. But, like, the point yeah. of the matter is there was some respect. Even Like, I don't, I don't want to say I want to go walk, wear a suit when I go to the store every time I go. Right. right. But, like, that was not just for yourself. That was a respect for the people around you. Did you see the fight right? of the chicken McDonald's on the? Probably which one? Oh, there was which one? There was one that happened like the other day where there's like this one big old heavy set like either like uh, Samoan or Mexican looking chick uh-huh. and he's like working at McDonald's and there's some other chick who's like this hudrack looking chick just like uh like light skin I don't know if she was like Latina or white or whatever but she had like darker hair and she's like wearing a tube top and some like shit like little like sweat shorts or whatever little things and like just looking like a ratchet and like she's coming in there and like the chick she's like beefing with the fucking big chick the heavy set chick and the heavy set chick just is like not having it she's like oh yeah she's like all up in her face grabs her just starts wailing on her just starts yeah, throwing dude. punches and like throws her on the table like her back on the table start throwing punches another uh co-worker comes in grabs the chick who was like uh um you know the hood rat one it's like uh, another shorter, like heavy set Latina chick, and grabs her. The chick, the hood rat, swings and elbows her in the face. Now she's like, "Fuck you!" And now she starts wailing on the Dude, chick. That's insane. That's what it is. That, that, that's, that's the sad part about it is, it's like which, the only, the only time we fight is when like fucking teams win championships. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that doesn't it's make crazy, sense. Crazy man, yeah. that's insane. I gotta check that video out because that sounds pretty funny. But oh, okay. that's the fucking thing. Dude. The sad thing is, I had to ask you. Which one? Like, there's so many. Yeah. I would do. I do this. World it's kind, stars. It's kind of sad yeah. because I'll sit in my when I'm bored at lunch. Sometimes I'll look at my phone videos, and sometimes I'll get on compilations of people freaking out. And you're just like, dude, people yeah. exist like this. Yeah. It's like fuck, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you just the loss of um, cohesion. We don't have a. We're all in our own individual little bubbles. But I mean, who's? I mean, who knows though? Because like at the same time, a lot of this shit was happening and just not documented too. I agree. So, like, no, and I normally so, think that, right? And and like if you look at like was it though? numbers in societies of like the, the amount of like crazy shit in terms of like you know like violent deaths and like you know stuff sure. like that is like you know slowly been decreasing yeah, yeah, in America. In America, so we're getting stuff. more comfortable. So, with that so there's stuff. good yeah. stuff for sure, right? Yeah. And I agree. So some of it I is agree. like recency bias like the, and stuff. The seven, yeah. no, here's the thing though: seventies, yeah. eighties, and nineties, probably right. 
probably there was started things like that would happen from time to time. Eighties, especially nineties, for sure, right? I mean, there and was, every time there was like, like murderers that would like weren't caught for like twenty, thirty yeah, years. Yeah, I'm not saying there wasn't yeah. bad things. I'm not saying that like the yeah. olden days was like a glory day. On right, the point right. I'm saying, what I mean by that is, as far yes, there was bad people, yeah. and there was ignorant people, and there were stupid people and smart people, of course, like like today, right? Right, right. But I think that as a society, we didn't tolerate that kind of shit in general, and not just here, all over the world. And that, of course, there's bad things like Jim Crow was bad. Right? I'm not saying that we should right. go back to being that. Right, 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 right. That's terrible, right? Obviously, but I mean, in terms of everyday interactions, people to people, if you didn't comport yourself a certain way, you like it just like. You did things as a as a form of like respect for the other people around you. There was a, a, a shared struggle that everyone kind of had together in, in different, maybe even different groups and classes. But there was still kind of a, a sense of order. Now it's just like fuck you, fuck that, I don't like that, fuck this. Like it's just it's like irreverence for everything. Yeah. Now I don't want it to go back to where we're super stuffy and like right. everything has a place. There's a balance, but there's though. a balance there's of a like balance. a certain level of like decorum with each other. You know, like let's let's yeah. be respectful of each other. Now, the people who were punching each other in the face at McDonald's, like, that would not have happened, you know, a certain amount of time ago. And if it did, it would have been a huge scandal. And you would have looked like shit. And, like, your whole family would have looked like shit. Now it's just like, ha, ha, ha. All right, move on to the next fucker who does it, you know? Yeah. That's what I mean by I that. Mean, I mean... To, I, pl- to play devil's advocate, I please, don't know, because please. there was... there. I mean, there's definitely many accounts of, like... Uh, Oh yeah, man! Like my freaking uncle got in this fight and like beat the shit out of this dude. And he had to do a couple months in jail, but he was cool and everything. After you know, I feel like there's a lot of that shit just, just that we just don't, aren't like aware of. Aren't and, like, aware you know of I mean? sure. like, and like because a lot of stuff, like I said, I think it's just more present and because it's easily you know, like the technology sped up where now it's accessible. Everything's documented. Exactly. Yeah, but you're telling so me that you're telling like, me you think in the '50s yeah. someone could have walked from the grocery store and been like. Fuck all this shit. Well, someone could have done it and it would have less repercussions because, like, if you... No way. If you would have done it then, people in the immediate, like, vicinity, like, you would... you They would, yeah, they would take... Net, but your network was smaller back then. You only right. cared about the people in your immediate community because you didn't see anyone else, really. I mean, if, if, you're, if, if you're living in a small town... But even, but if, like, locally, like, yeah. in, like, a neighborhood, people knew you much more than they do now. That is true. Do you but, know your neighbors' names? Here, No. I've moved a lot though. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know my neighbors' names either. I've moved. But... I've moved like nine or ten times since I've sure. been here in LA. So like, it's been okay. A, fair, fair. Yeah. fair. You moved around a lot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. In like, general, do you make lot. it a point to get to know every one of your neighbors. Not necessarily, but that also goes into me personality-wise of just being kind of like. I think that, like all, that they haven't come over here. Offering this is also the same thing too. So then yeah. all the, you know, what I mean, like I get where you're coming from, but I mean, I've also lived with like a bunch of renters also too. So if you live in an actual home, that's more of a stable. Like sure, I'm shacking up. This yeah, is me. This true, is where this is my roots. Versus like if you're in if you're in a, a renter's like neighborhood or something like that, there's like less a little less of that. You know what sure. I mean? So um, depending on where you're at, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, but. No, I know what you mean. I do get what you're saying. Yes, yeah. there like stuff like um, there's always been murders and stuff, and now we're like, oh, the world's so violent, but it's just because we do have more access to hearing. I know about a murder in Illinois that I wouldn't right. have ever heard about. That is true. Yeah, that is that is, that is sure. true. Sure, but I mean, I, I just said I feel like not everywhere, but the large part there's a sense of just like yeah. you're free to do whatever the fuck you want to whoever yeah. you want to, and it's all about me, 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 and not about anybody else. That I'll agree with. There's, a, there's definitely a sense of that, and I feel like that's more like in a sense of entitlement. Maybe even coming up to the generation under us, even too. Because sure, like I see it, like they do it You too. were joking about the rap music and shit like that too, but like they're just they're not giving a fuck of like about any of the the pretext of what like even just like the the structure of what a rap song is and shit like that. People don't give a fuck. They're just like I'm just gonna do what I want to do, and exactly. like and, and that's kind of like. 
extrapolated to other shit and like I see it in my brother a little bit too there's like I can kind of see little generational differences between because we were like nine years apart so that's like kind of like right right at it you know yeah uh, no, no, he's, a, he's a generation that grew up in high school using his iPad instead of textbooks yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, which is weird to me too. Right, yeah. which was, I thought was like really cool when it first happened, but now I'm thinking like, that's that's, it's different. It's not good. I, it, I mean, I will say, me being like a fucking bookworm, like nerd kid, I, I used to carry one strap on my backpack because I tried to be a cool one. And I used to have like four or five books in there, it and so heavy as fuck. it was heavy as fuck. <laughs> and my right shoulder muscle mass is smaller than my left shoulder muscle mass. Till now, yeah, <laughs> no, for no, for like I can feel it to this day. It's a little really? different. Yeah, yeah, oh, I can. I, it's it's a little. I it's, you. you, I can't. I've been lifting a little, so it's a little different. Not like, having <laughs> the books definitely is better. I get that as far as like carrying that shit around. Yeah, but like you don't get that hands on. It's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's another physical sense of it but yeah there's a there's a there's a balance we need a balance there's a yin and yang i think we need and everything and everything so to kind of put a little wrap a little bow on it like we'll just put it like that i know i'm I'm holding you here for no you're gonna get me killed on my wife right now i'm holding i'm holding you hostage i'm holding you hostage no because honestly (laughs) we get on tangents and we end up talking and actually it's i would like to stay even later it's been fun doing this so we'll do another we'll do another one trust me i'm just as bad (laughs) we'll do another one sometime soon though but for sure. In any event, this has been episode number 32 of the Puro Caballero Show. You can follow me on my socials because I dabble and I'll just let people know sometimes. Uh, at Puro Caballero on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow along on the show. We are on SoundCloud. That is the home base. Um, you know, OG like uh, mixtape stuff from about like five six years ago it was cool to put stuff on there now it's kind of like whatever but we're still using it soundcloud.com uh, backslash puro caballero the puro caballero show we're also on google play itunes stitcher and TuneIn radio app so yeah that's pretty much it we will sign off now and yeah catch y'all later peace